Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio.
Spirit. No one can measure the depth of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youth will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They'll soar high on wings like eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and not faint. Sister, tonight I want to share a beautiful revelation I received this morning from our Lord and Rabbi, our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. As I said on the Lord's hour uh, three days before this mighty revelation of the Lord, that the Lord Jesus will be taking me to heaven. Thank you, Lord. This is exactly what the Lord Jesus has done this morning. He has taken me to heaven. And what a mighty experience to be able to walk with Jesus in his garden, the garden that was the garden of Adam and Eve. Praise the Lord. It has become his special garden. Praise the Lord since it was taken from the earth, since they falling in disobedience, the garden was taken from the earth, brothers and sisters. In Genesis one twenty one twenty six says, And God said, Let us make men in our image after our own likeness, and let, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the force of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth and every creeping things that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his, in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female he created them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and so do it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the foes of the air, over the living things that move upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every earth-bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree which is, is the fruit of the tree yielding seed to you, and it shall be for me. And to every beast of the earth, and to every foe of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I had given every green earth for the for me, and it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning was the, first, the sixth day. Praise the Lord. Brothers and sisters, you can see that God, everything he made, he made it perfect. Thank you, Lord, for that. He made everything perfect from the moment he created me in the garden and everything in the garden. As Jesus and I walked for three hours in heaven, as he promised me, brothers and sisters, I tell you, this experience, it was so incredible. Praise the Lord to my own life. Because Jesus uh, was talking to me, praise the Lord, how it's all about relationship with him. And and he expects each and one of us to walk with him Praise the Lord in relationship as he walked with Adam and Eve in that garden. I I imagine myself for the Hollywood movie that I've seen before, that the, the tree in the garden will not be that big and all that. But it, it's totally different from what the garden looked like. I saw a tree two, three hundred feet tall in that garden. 
I saw all kinds of, I saw different fruit. But there was one that caught my attention. It was mango, which we have back in the island. And I, I, I cast my eyes just to look at those mango. They were ready to eat. It, it was not that you had to wait until they're ready. Praise the Lord. Like like down on earth, you have to wait a, a year. And around the month of July is when they're ready to eat, brothers and sisters. But uh, in heaven, they are ready. Those fruits are ready. And I and the Lord let me know that the garden had every fruit that men would need in their life. Everything they would need in their life. All the fruit they would need in their life, Jesus was explaining to me, God made sure they had every kinds and different fruit that they were like, brothers and sisters. The garden, I thought also the garden was small. It is not small. I knew that the garden, uh, God had made a tailor to the earth. I I would not say that it was as big as the earth, but it it, it was pretty big, and it was tailored for the earth. It was big. I was surprised. I thought it was something small, like maybe around New York or any other state, but it was a lot bigger than that. It's a lot bigger than that. We walked for three hours. We didn't, I knew we didn't cover the the garden. I knew there was still a lot of places that we did not go to. Praise the Lord for that. Thank you, Jesus. Brothers and sisters, my goodness, the glory of Father God, Jehovah God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is in that garden. His presence is so strong. It is it is such an anointing place. His glory, his his presence is just there, and it goes on and on and on. All heaven is covered by the glory of Father God. His glory covers the heaven, like his word says. And that I marvel of, of just seeing how the entire heaven is covered by the glory of Father God. My goodness. As the Lord Jesus and I was walking in that beautiful garden, Jesus was explaining things to me according to his word. Praise the Lord, making the word of God so clear as he was talking to me about the garden. I was meditating on his word. Brothers and sisters, my goodness, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. What a, what a great God. What a great, what a great God we serve. Thank you, Jesus. What a great God. What a great God we serve. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That garden is so special to God. Thank you, Jesus. It is so special. Hallelujah. In Genesis 3.22, God said, And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us to know good and evil. And now let's pull forth his hand and take also the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, God Send him forth from the garden of Eden to, to till the ground from where hence he, he, he has taken. And he drove man, uh, out the man in his place out of the east of the garden, and the Eden uh, a cherubim, a flaming sword, which turned every every way to keep the, the, the way of the tree of life, brothers and sisters. My goodness. And, and the, the amazing thing was that I saw the sheriff. I saw the sheriff that is taking care, hallelujah, the garden. The garden was, was given to Abraham, brothers and sisters. Another thing I saw, hallelujah, the three rivers that talked about in, in here, 
Hallelujah. In, in Genesis 2.10, and in, in a river went out of the garden to water the garden. From hence it was parted and became forward head. Hallelujah. The, the, the river became forward head. Well, we actually, the Lord and I, went into the water of the garden. And my goodness, was that water, my goodness, it, it just, you know, you, you, could have, you would have no fear to go into the river. Beautiful crystal water. My goodness. And, and it was soothing water and we came out of the water we were instantly dry my goodness the name of, of the first was Pison, which is the compassion of the whole land of the Havilah, which is uh there is gold and the gold of the land is good and the valerian and onyx and stone precious stone the valerian in the name of the second river Gihon, the same that compasses the whole land of Kush. In the name of the third river, Hedekel, which is goes toward the east of the Assyria. In the first river, Euphrates. Hallelujah. Then the Lord took uh, the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord commanded the man, saying, Every tree of the garden thou may eat freely. This is one thing Jesus was explaining to me, that uh, God made sure he had every tree for man to live by it, to eat of it. And it will be good. But the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eat thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the the Lord God said, It is it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper, uh, helper to me for him. Hallelujah! And to the woman, uh, with such a great help for men, praise the Lord, because man was alone. Hallelujah. Should not be alone. And and God made him a helper, which was Eve. Praise the Lord to Adam. And they were together. I saw them walking, holding hand, naked. I could not completely. I saw them them from the back. I saw the hair of Eve was very long, very long hair, practically down to her feet. And and, even upper, upper from her feet. But it was very long hair, lots of hair. For sure, my goodness, and 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 they were very happy. They were holding hand, walking together, and the Lord Jesus was walking in the cool of the day. He was just walking in the garden, and this time I'm walking with him, and he's explaining all these things to me, brothers and sisters. And I'm just I'm just listening to the Lord and, and seeing as he's talking to me about about Genesis one and two. I can see, I can see Adam. I can see. I can see the things he's telling me. Because I'm in the garden with him, and we're walking together, praise the Lord. And almost to the end of the three hours, then as we were heading uh, to the door doorway of the garden, there was that huge sheriff, brothers and sisters. He must have been close to 100 feet, eighty between 80 feet and 100, I would say. I look like a grasshopper, like the, the children of Israel, when they saw the giant, they considered themselves a grasshopper. That's what I consider myself. When I saw this sheriff, I said, my goodness, the people of God, like Anna Rontree, that have seen this sheriff, or two Thomas, have not exaggerated a bit. They are huge. I, I was stunned. I will look him up and down and like, my goodness, the things that God can create, the things that God has made, his creation, it is so incredible, brothers and sisters. It is so incredible about what our God has made, brothers and sisters. My goodness, the Bible says that, uh, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, that God, uh, uh, that the, the heavens and the earth were finished and all the hosts of them, hosts, my goodness, armies, practically, 
huge, powerful, uh, mighty angel that God has made. Hallelujah. He has made them, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And has made them in heaven, and they serve him. These angels serve God in, 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 in just, 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 just in, in a special way. They're so obedient to the Lord. It's a, it's a great example to us. Another thing, hallelujah, the worship in heaven goes on and on. And, and at the door that the sheriff was, I saw Father coming. I could not see him completely because Father God dwell in that invisible light. He, he is a spirit, hallelujah. And, and my goodness, I was walking with Jesus, and Father God is coming to the garden to talk to me because I had asked, I had asked the Lord to ask the Father to talk to me, and the Lord had confirmed that to me, to me days day prior. And, and Father God is coming to the garden. And my goodness, what a mighty, huge, giant, mighty God we serve, brothers and sisters. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Well, brothers and sisters, I tell you this. Um, praise the Lord. Um, I have a question for the Father and the Lord. And, and I tell you something. The Lord and the Father allows me to ask some question. And I said, I said to the Father, every time Father God would, would, would say the word to me or have something to say to me, all the choirs of heaven will be quiet, brothers and sisters. All the angels that were worshiping the Father and in, 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 in the Lord, worthy as the Lamb, they will sing to the Father and the Lord, and the Holy Spirit was there too. And, and the music went on and on and on and on. And, and it was like, you know, when we sing, we take rest. They will not rest. The voice can go on and just on. And it's so anointed, so powerful. My goodness, holy, holy as the Lamb. Holy is the land to be worshipped, but they go on and on. And it's like thousands and upon thousands, upon hundreds of thousands together worshipping God. And it's so many voices of one singing in heaven all the time to God. And that that presence of God, that power of God is just so incredible. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. I could see spirit flying by. My goodness, that was so beautiful. I wanted to see that. Thank you, Jesus. But, you know, the, the choir goes on worshiping God. But when God would, would, would want to say something, they will be quiet. They will quiet down. And I said, Father God, is it really? Look at the question I asked Father God that most of you wants to know. What what are we talked about? Well, I'm going to tell you what I asked the Father. That I'm, I really repent for asking in the form that I asked the Father. Because I said, Father, are we are really at the end. Hallelujah. I we really at the end. And Father God, when he said, hallelujah, that I, that I, that I, this really time is gone. I said to him, it's really time gone. And when he was about to speak, everyone was quiet in heaven. And Father God said, yes, it's gone. Praise the Lord. Confirming that we are living the day that we're in is being repeated so the Lord can save some more soul. As we have talked here on the Lord Tower, time is gone. Time is finished. There is no more time, as the Lord has said to his prophet, Dr. Aworo, and many other prophets. Time is gone. Time is fulfilled. The Messiah, Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, hallelujah, is coming. He is coming to take his bride home. 
He is coming to take his people home, brothers and sisters. Father God says, my son, my son, will you do me a favor? Will you deliver a message for me? And I'm like, yes, Father, yes. He says, will you tell my children, will you tell my children down there, will you tell my children that they will be up here in this place very, very soon? And I'm like, I'm listening, Father God saying to me that praise the Lord, praise Jesus, hallelujah, that we are going to be up there very, very soon. That is amazing, praise the Lord. That is amazing. Very, very soon, said Father God. Very, very soon. Praise the Lord. We are going to be up there, praise the Lord, with Him. Thank you, Jesus. Very, very soon. Thank you, Lord. That is exciting. That is an exciting thing, because that's what Jesus said in Revelation 22, 7. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the saying of the prophecy of the prophecy of this book. The Lord had told this to me already on another occasion. Hallelujah. Why doesn't the preacher down there tell the people what my word says? My word says I come quickly. I am coming quickly. Why aren't they saying what my word says in Revelation twenty two? Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the saying of the prophecy of this book. Why don't they just hallelujah? Speak my word. Revelation 22.10. And he said unto me, uh, See or not the saying of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. Time is at hand. Revelation 22.12. And behold, I come quickly. My reward is with me. To give unto every man according as his work shall be. Lord says to me, Why are they not giving them my word? Why are they telling people they have more time? Praise the Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Why? Why? When my word says, I come quickly. Revelation 22, 17. And the spirit and the bride say, come. And let him that hear it say, come. And let him that is a third come. And whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus is coming soon. Revelation 22, 20. He that testified these things say, surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Look at the many times, several times, Jesus said, He is coming soon. Father God says that His Son is coming very, very soon. Time is over, my friend, my brother, my sister. Prepare to go home with Jesus. Father God said, deliver a message to my children. Hallelujah that they will be up here in this place very, very soon. Everything Jesus made, Jesus explained to me in that garden was for man to enjoy. When we, brothers and sisters, <coughs> we will enjoy heaven. We will enjoy everything Jesus has for us. The Lord Jesus patiently, as he was talking to me, he was moving his hand, explaining things to me with details, they would think he tell he told me, praise the Lord, praise you Jesus, amazing, 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 amazing. As Father God was talking to me, the the Lord was there with me. I could see the Holy Spirit right right in front of me, standing there like a light. Praise the Lord, my goodness, my goodness, the hosts of heaven, the angel were there. 
It is such an incredible time, brothers and sisters. Jesus is coming. Prepare to go home with the Lord. Prepare to go home with Jesus. He loves you. Time is over. The same day is being repeated over and over again. The day of the Lord is at hand. This is the day he's referring to. The day of the Lord, my goodness. This is the day, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The day of the Lord, hallelujah, because we are in the last day, brothers and sisters. This is the last day being repeated, hallelujah, for, for soul to be saved. Praise the Lord. Some of us just, just wants to go home, like I said to the Father. My goodness, hallelujah. Is this really the end, I said to him. He said, when, when, when before he spoke, he paused. He said, yes, yes, it is the end. I said, praise the Lord. But when before Father God said, yes, Jesus looked at the Father. Thank you, Jesus. And he looked so sad. If you look at the face of Jesus before Father God said, yes, he was about to cry because he loved those that are not ready, that are not prepared. They stole his child. Their name, hallelujah, might still be in the, in the book of life. He wants to save them. And all that the Father gave him, he said, he, he ought to lose not one. He doesn't want to lose one. He wants to save them all. Thank you, Jesus. Because that's why Father God gave unto him, because he knew he would not lose them. They belong to the Father, and the Father gave unto him, he says in, in the book of John. Brothers and sisters, Jesus wants to save, hallelujah, Wants to save more soul, brothers and sisters. He wants to save more soul. That's why the day is being extended. Praise the Lord. But I tell you thing, hallelujah, I tell you one thing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord, hallelujah. Praise God. The Lord is going to take his people out of here. Hallelujah. At the order of the Father, at the order of Father God, He's going to take his children now. He knows, hallelujah, praise the Lord, how much his children wants to go home. Father God knows it. He knows each and one of us. He knows how much we want to go home. And Father God said this to me, I know how much my children wants to come home. Praise the Lord. I can, I can, I can see the desire on their heart to come home. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And it's not that the Lord don't love us. It's that the Lord still wants to save a few more. Thank you, Jesus, brothers and sisters. He still wants to save a few more. Praise God. And so we, we have to really pray for more so to be saved. Preach the gospel, brothers and sisters. I told you that the last time Jesus took me up there, I can see Jesus just to, to, tell him about me. Tell him about me. Tell him about me. Thank you, Jesus. Because he, he wants to save more people. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. First Corinthians 1, he said, And he shall also confirm you to the end, that ye may be blameless in the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. The day of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Second Corinthians 1, 14, As ye also acknowledge us in part, that we are in your rejoicing, even uh, as ye also are in, our, in, in, our, in the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. And then 1 Thessalonians 5, 2, For ye yourself know perfectly, that the day of the Lord shall come as a thief in the night. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus is coming. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. 
Thank you, Lord. Praise God. And then Second Second Timothy four eight. Henceforth is lay us for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous Judge, shall give me in that day. Hallelujah unto me, not only unto me, but unto all those who love His appearance. It's coming. Other word Bible translation said. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus is coming, brothers and sisters. He is coming. He is coming. Thank you, Jesus. He is coming for his bride. He is coming for his people that he loves so much. Praise the Lord. He knows what each and one of us are going through, and he wants to save us. That heaven is beautiful. Thank you, Jesus. Second Peter 3.10, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with great noise, and the elements shall melt with fever and heat. The earth also the work that they're in that should be burned up. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, judgment is coming too, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Judgment is coming. Hallelujah. Praise God. Judgment is coming. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. And then John 1, uh, Revelation 1, 10, and I was in the spirit of the day of the Lord. I heard behind me a great voice of a trumpet. His voice is like a trumpet. Praise you, praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. And this that I heard, the music, Revelation 4, and, the, and, and hallelujah, each day, uh, 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 and each of the four living beings has six wind about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and who is to come. Thank you, Jesus. Holy is the Lamb. I heard them saying, My goodness, Jesus is coming, brothers and sisters. Prepare. Continue to repent daily. Continue to seek the Lord Jesus Christ daily because we are going home. Shalom. Hallelujah. He has, uh, our brother Calvin will continue after this. Shalom. Shalom, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. I'm really happy to be here today to share the Word of God, to share the dreams and revelations and and all that the Lord wants me to speak of in this time. But before I start, I would like to open up with, with a word of prayer. So let's come before the Lord and let's ask the Lord to touch us and to minister to us today. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we all humbly come before you this day. Father God, we thank you, Lord Jesus. You are such a great and mighty, wonderful God. Oh, Lord God Almighty, we pray that you come into this place, Father God. Lord Jesus, I humbly ask you to come and fill, Lord Jesus, the airways with your spirit and your presence. Oh, Holy Spirit. Spirit, I pray that you would come, that, Father God, you'd mightily pour out your power and your presence, Father God, into the whole atmosphere right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, I pray that you'd pour out your anointing. Oh, God, I pray that in the name of Jesus, you'd pour out your fire and your presence and your power, oh, Lord, that your will will be done in all of us, Father God, this moment in Jesus' name. I pray that all the sins and all the blindfolds of the sinful world that are in over our eyes, you'd remove, you'd remove them, oh, Lord, Father Father God, forgive us of all of our sins. Father God, we repent. God Almighty, I pray that in Jesus' holy name, that you would make everything new. Father God, come and speak and minister to every single one of us. Oh Lord, we repent. We repent. Oh Lord, cleanse our hearts. Father God, cleanse our souls. Cleanse our minds. Cleanse our 
Spirit, O oh Lord. Restore all of us, Father God, to where we once were, Father, all that we've lost and have been taken away from us. Bring it all back to us, Father God. Let your will, let your plan and your purpose concerning us be fulfilled. In the name of Jesus, I break the works of Satan. I break the works of Leviathan and Jezebel. All demons, I rebuke the works of Bel and Jezebel. I reverse every work of Satan against any one of my brothers and sisters. Now, in the name of Jesus, oh Father God, I actually send on, Lord, thousands of angels, Lord, to come and to surround all of us. I command the war angels of God to come and to protect all of us, every single person that is listening, and all of our family members come and protect us. And Father God, I pray that you would speak through me. Let these words not be my words, but let them be your words, because Father God, what am I? Lord, you are everything. It is you that can do everything, because all power, all honor, and all glory belongs to you, God. Oh, Jesus, we thank you, we praise you, we glorify you, God, for your marvelous works and your marvelous deeds, because God, there is none like you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you for today. We thank you for our lives. We thank you for your glorious, magnificent, majestic works. Oh, God, we praise you. Oh, holy, holy are you, God Almighty, because the whole earth, the whole universe, oh, Lord, is filled with your glory. Oh, Holy Spirit, I thank you. Holy Spirit, please come and touch all of us. Thank you so much for today, Father God. I bless you and I praise you. God, I pray that you'd strengthen all of us and that you'd Fill us with your word and with your truth, Father God. They manifest your glory in our hearts, our souls, and our minds, O oh Lord. I thank you so much for today. Thank you, Jesus, for the wonderful, glorious works that you're doing in all of us, Father God. There is no one like you, O oh God. I just want to thank you. I just want to praise you, God, for you are glorious, magnificent, wonderful, God, Lord. We thank you so much for everything and all that you have done for us. In Jesus' name we pray thanksgiving. Amen. And what I'd like to tell all of you is this. Yes, and as time has been going on, the Lord's been revealing, He's been showing me more and more of the supernatural um, presence of His. Um, lately, I've been seeing a lot more lights. Um, I've been seeing, um, it's like they're like little stars, or you could call them even very, very tiny, like orbs of light. They're like little stars that glow, and that will that will twinkle or that will glow and then they will just shine brightly for a moment and then after a moment they just disappear and I've been seeing lots of those like they, they've been happening to me almost every day I've been seeing them all the time it doesn't matter where I am I see them in the bathroom in the bedroom anywhere I, I keep seeing you know the physical tangible presence of God the, the lights the Shekinah lights the, the glory the power of the Holy Spirit I see the lights these lights of the Holy Spirit, I see them. I see them glowing and, and just twinkling everywhere I go. And they've been increasing, and, and you know, in the, rate of, the rate of manifestation, they've been increasing. And they keep happening over and over and over. And I see these things with my, with my, with my eyes open. And also, too, I've been seeing how the Lord's Spirit has been increasing. And I'm able, and, and I'm, I'm realizing that as time's going by, I'm beginning to feel the presence of the Lord more tangibly. Like like the, the the way the Lord's touching me now, it's very different. It's like now it's it's like it's increasing like in, in how real it is. Like it's the realness, like how real and tangible the presence of God is. It's increasing. Like the presence and the power of God, it's becoming more and more physical. Like it's becoming so clear and, and so obvious. It's it's becoming so strong now because now when I pray, it's like when when I pray very deeply and the Holy Spirit touches me, 
he doesn't just really touch my spirit. He touches my, my flesh, my physical body. And I literally feel someone literally touching me. And I, I, it's, it's like he gives me different sensations. And, and when the Lord does these things, I feel them physically in my physical body. Like, it's like when the Lord touches me, he has different ways of touching me. But it's like, you know, he, the Lord has different ways of touching people, as I, as I said earlier. Sometimes you can touch people with, with, with fire, with, with electricity, with, um, I don't know, with, 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 with coldness. Like sometimes when the Holy Spirit touches you, you could feel very cold. Sometimes you could also feel very, very hot. Like the Lord could touch you in very, very different ways. He could use anything to touch you. Or sometimes you could shake. Um, but there's there's a way he's been touching me. That is so new to me. It's like I began experiencing this um, this year, 2015. It was so new to me. It's like when I pray and I get very, very deep, and the, the Lord has something he does to me, to my spirit. Um, so he lets me know he touched me or he did something to me. And it's like with what he does to me, it's almost like words can't describe now. Because his glory is increasing, and you know he's showing new things and revealing new things to his children. Because you know, as times are getting closer, because darkness is increasing, because the Lord is getting closer and closer to coming, he is taking his children to a higher level. He's revealing more to his children, and now he's been really revealing a lot to me. He's been like confirming to me about who I am in him. He's been showing me more about who I am in him, and he's been increasing. You know, the rates, because I told you guys that I see these lights, and I've been seeing them a lot now. Almost every time I open my eyes, or, or sometimes when I'm not even expecting, I just see the Holy Spirit. Or when I pray or worship, I just see Him just, you know, twinkling in these lights. Because right now, you know, He's getting so close to coming, and He's reaching out His hand. Jesus, you know, Jesus is stretching out His hand to reach to us. And whoever stretches out their hand to meet Jesus will receive Jesus. Because time is up and the Lord is getting closer and closer to coming. And, and, and because of that, it's like the Lord is like, he's like, have, like he's, he's in a, he really wants to get as many people as possible. So when I pray and I, I see how the Lord, he's really going after those that he loves. Because I, when I pray, I see how, when I seek the Lord, I see how he really comes after me with his love. I see how the Lord really comes after me, showing me how much He cares about me. And, and, and he, he showed me how much He doesn't want me to ever leave His presence or ever leave His side or ever leave His presence and to, or to walk away from Him. Because time is so soon. Because, I mean, His coming, it's, it's closer than ever. Every single day that passes, we get closer to Him. We don't, know, we don't know exactly how close it is, but we know that it's very close. We know that we don't have any time left. We know that we have to be ready every single day because only because you know only God knows the time of His coming. But He does give us signs. He lets us know that it's really close. And you won't know. You know that everyone. I mean, I mean, for all of you Christians, for all of you brides, for all of you brothers and sisters, you know that we're all getting close. We're getting close, and you know the Holy Spirit will show you because He's been showing me that we're getting close, and He wants and what He's been really letting me know to focus on is to be ready because there's work to be done because we're not just we're not just going to leave here like that there's work to be done there's a harvest that's supposed to be given to God and the Lord is showing me that it's very important that we get ready and and I could see when I pray Father God like I could when I pray I could feel the urgency how Jesus loves his bride so much like he's so like He's very, very into saving his bride. It's like almost like I feel like, like sometimes it almost feels like a, a, 
a sense or an urge of desperacy to save because I I feel like Jesus wants to save so much and he and he's going after those that he loves with, with with so much compassion because when I see what the Lord does what Jesus does and and how he comes to me and and I mean he you know it's like as you pray if you pray and you seek God you begin to feel Jesus coming to you it's like because there's times I wake up I mean when I just wake up in the morning I know Jesus is with me and I feel him like I literally know that Jesus is there with me in the morning when I wake up it's 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 not I don't say it because well I know I know because the word says so I'm not saying it like that like how we know Jesus with us because the word says so well the word says so and he's with us but he shows it to me in a way that I I, I can't even it's it's so real it's like there's times I'll wake up and the first thing I see just right when I'm about to wake up there's times where the first thing Jesus will show me is a vision of himself in heaven before I wake up. And there's times he just does that over and over. Like sometimes the first thing I see before I wake up is, before my eyes are open, are Jesus Christ. And you know, he does this to remind me of himself, that he's there, that he's always with me. I tell you, brothers and sisters, when you give your life to God, the relationship, when when you, it's, it's a relationship. It's a relationship where you love God truly with your heart. When you truly give God all of your heart, you're going to be so happy in that relationship with Jesus because He cares for you so much. He cares about your thoughts. He cares about your emotions. He cares about everything about you. So you won't even have to worry for so many things because before you ask Him, there are so many things that you won't know that God would have already provided for you, would have already made way for these things. But sometimes we don't always see everything or receive things the way we want to because we block. We don't allow God to take over our lives as He wants us to. And God will only take over what you give Him because He's the God of free will. So I encourage you to know that God is a God of free will and to trust and to give God all of your heart and, and all of your love because what God wants, um, I said this last week, the mo- what God really cares about, what God wants you to receive is His love. He wants you to know His love because they were going to talk about 1 Corinthians 13 and it explains how love is the greatest. And I want all of you to know and to understand this. Because if you want to be, if if you want to know more about the Lord, more about the Holy Spirit, if you 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 if if you want to experience that amazing relationship with Jesus, then you have to learn to love. Because when you learn to love Jesus, the experience you have with Him is, it's 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 it, words can't describe. It's amazing beyond your imagination. Because the Lord was teaching me on love. Love was has been like what the Lord is still teaching me about. And and as I said, I mean last week, the Lord the Lord began to teach me. I mean when the Lord woke me up, he he started teaching me about um about, you know, praying a lot and and after he started teaching me so much about holiness. And then the the third thing that he mainly showed me to focus on a lot was love. And he still teaching me so much about love. Because love was so great and love was so important to him, and once he once like once you learn to love God the way He wants to be loved, everything else will follow. You'll begin to understand so much about the Lord. You begin to know because when you love Him, you begin to trust Him so much more and so much more. It's like the 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 way you're supposed to live your life for God, everything will just begin to follow. It's like you begin to see things the way God wants you to see them. And you will you will understand because there's times when the Holy Spirit was because the Lord taught me how to love and taught me how to be holy. I mean, 
I was reaching the point where the Lord was letting me understand. He would teach me and let me understand His Word. And He would let me know why He does things He does and why He says what He says. He would teach me and let me understand why the Word of God is the way it is and why the Word of God is this and is that. He would give me understanding. Because what happened was that my spirit was uniting with the Spirit of the Lord. Our, our minds were becoming one. Our spirits were becoming one. And, you know, there was such a great wisdom. There's such a great level of understanding that, that, that the Lord wants us to get to because the Lord wants us to know and understand His ways. But He wants us to even do what He wants even though we don't understand. But, you know, He wants us to understand. Because when you understand, you can help others. You can, you can teach your children. You can teach your brothers and sisters. The Lord wants us to understand um, about His Word and why certain things were happening. And, and when the Lord was teaching me about love, He was showing me these things. He was letting me understand why so many things were happening. He was giving me deep understanding of His Word. And He would explain, and I would see His wisdom and His power and His glory and His deeds. Because the more you understand the Lord, it's like the more you begin to see how glorious He is. The more you begin to praise Him and worship Him for who He is. Because when, you, because when the Lord gives you more understanding, it's like the veil is removed. So you begin to know more about Him. You begin to know who He really is and why He does what He does. And it makes you even love Him more because when the Lord lets you understand why He does what He does, you know that He's doing it because of love. Everything He does is because of love. When you really understand the Word of God, you will, you will learn, you will know that the Lord does what He does because of love, because of His righteousness. Because of His goodness and His tender, loving kindness and mercy, you'll begin to understand more. But you have to submit to God. That was one thing that the Lord let me know to focus on, submitting to Him. Even when it was painful, even when I felt like I was about to faint or collapse, or even when I felt like I was about to die, or even when I felt like I was going to be attacked or torn apart or, or disgraced or put to shame. The Lord was teaching me to just submit to Him, submit to God. Because if God holds you, then no one can make you fall. Because the Bible says, submit to God, resist the enemy, and He will flee from you. It says in James 4, 7, submit to God, resist the enemy, and He will flee from you. The first thing that you have to focus on is submitting to God. Because if you don't submit to God, if you resist Satan... Is like he's not going to flee. You can't. It's, it's going to be impossible for you to just fight. You have to completely surrender and submit to God before you know. Because it's like because if you haven't submitted to God, it means you're in a kingdom of darkness, and God works on free will. So if you don't submit to God, it's like you haven't given God your heart freely. And if you haven't given God your heart freely, God can come in to save you because because salvation is a free will. So you have to submit to God before Satan will leave you. Because if you don't submit to God, by default, you're submitting to Satan. Because there's just two masters. There's, there's, you know, there's God and there's Satan. And you're, by default, if you, if, if you pick one, you rejected the other. If you haven't picked any, the sad thing is that if you haven't chosen any, then it's like by default you're still on the side of Satan. Because with God, you actually have to choose. But with Satan, if you do nothing, it's, he's going to take you down. So that's why you have to. Because, because you know... If light does nothing, if light decides to be lazy, then darkness will conquer and will overcome, you know, the light. That's why for Christians that choose to live a lazy life, a life where they do nothing, they go to hell. 
Because Satan is so hardworking. He's so hardworking and he works hard to make us lazy so that we go to hell. So you see how even Satan knows that he shouldn't be lazy. Because if the kingdom of darkness is lazy, then light is going to just easily triumph. And Satan knows this, so we fight. But even when the kingdom of darkness is hardworking and diligent, light will still, will still triumph. But then it's individual. It's like you have to resolve in your heart to make sure that you reject the darkness. It's like it's it's like a battle that we face individually. You have to make sure that you fight Satan with all your heart, with all your soul and your mind. You can't just be passive. You can't just say, well, I'm not going to decide. I, I don't care. Whatever happens, happens. Or right now, I haven't decided yet. You have to choose now. Because only God knows what's coming tomorrow. Because at, at this rate, I... Because, you know, time time is moving so fast. Like, things are happening very quickly, very quickly. And th things are getting closer and closer. The Lord's pouring out more revelations. And demons are attacking more than ever. Like, God's children are coming under attackings more than ever. But the Lord is saving them. The Lord is... You know, the Lord has promises. And if the Lord has given you a promise, no matter what happens, no matter what you feel, or no matter how you think... Or no matter what you understand, just be like a child, okay? Be like a child and just hold on to God's promise and believe it. Um, when I say be like a child, how does a child act? Um, we all know how children act. Um, children um, are very humble, and I'm talking about good children, because these days, most of the children have been corrupted by sin, because, well, some parents have allowed it to happen, or because they were from very hard situations, or they grew up in very hard circumstances. But, generally... Children are are they're loving, they're you know they're they're innocent. You know when you tell them to do something, they don't tell you, well, this is what I think I'm gonna do because I, or they don't say, well, I think I have a better idea. Let's do this. No, children, when you tell them to do something, they obey word for word. Everything you tell them to do exactly as you say it. They don't rebel. They don't think, well, they have knowledge. They, they don't think they're smart, so they know what's better. They're humble and they they they, they think they don't know anything. They just follow you. And and also children, they're they're um they're, they're they're not so evil because that's why babies go to heaven because they don't know what they're doing. They have innocent minds. Their minds are not corrupted, and that's how the Lord wants us to be. The Lord wants us to be like children. That's why it says in that's why it says in Matthew nineteen fourteen, Jesus said, "Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them." For the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Because the kingdom of heaven, it belongs to uh, to people that have like a, a childlike heart or a childlike mentality. Or or let's say, I, I wouldn't necessarily say a childlike faith, maybe like a childlike thinking, like a childlike mentality. That's what Jesus was talking about. Because, because when you think about it, basically all children go to heaven. People like... All babies and all children that are young, they all go to heaven because because they haven't reached age of accountability, because they don't know what's right and what's wrong. They're innocent. So in a way, the Lord is showing you that the innocent are the ones that go because they don't have evil hearts. Because if you're innocent, you're not evil. So what it is, the reason why Jesus was explaining that the kingdom of heaven belongs to people that are like children in Matthew um 1914 is because to go home you really need to acknowledge that father god is your father and you're the son you're like a child that's what i said submit to god when you're submitting to someone it's almost like you're like their child or you're their servant the lord wants us to have like that mindset of a servant like a child someone who is willing to serve because children are willing to serve 
And, you know, children, children are willing to do when you ask them to. And that's how God wants us to be. God wants us to be willing to do when He asks us to. Because there's great plans and great work that God's about to do with us. Some of them are so great we can't even imagine. But if if He's going to give us all that power and all that um, authority and all that um, capability, He's going to He's going to make us capable um, to to do what the Lord to do the future. Um, because the Lord has a plan. He has a great plan in the future. If we're going to do all these things, then we, as we are now, need to learn and need to understand the things or the plan that the Lord has for us so that we, we prepare. We need to be ready now. That's why the Lord wants us to seek Him and to understand His Word because the Bible says, for lack of knowledge, my people perish. Because people don't know, even even that, some people don't even know that the Lord has a plan for them and because of that, they're perishing. But in telling all of you, the Lord has such a great and mighty plan, a unique plan for every single one of you. All of you have a great purpose. And because of that purpose, there's a way the Lord wants us to live because we're going somewhere because we're not just here for no reason. We're here for a purpose. There's work that we have to do for the Lord. There's there's work to be done. There's a lot of work that we have to do. And the Lord wants us to be ready now because as the Lord's been showing me, we're getting closer and closer and He's been showing me how how we're supernatural things are, are manifesting physically. Like, as the days go by, I know that they're increasing because how the Lord... Speaks or, or ministers or touches me now. It's very different. Now it's so much more real. Like the intensity of it, it's so real. It's like when the Lord touches me, it's sometimes when He touches me, like sometimes when I'm in deep prayer and I'm praying, sometimes when He touches me, like I actually open my eyes to look around to see if someone's holding me. But there's, there's, there's always no one because it's just the Lord that's touching me. That's how real it gets. Sometimes I, I get shocked. I open up my eyes and, and I ask people. Sometimes I, I open up my eyes and I ask, wait, did you just hold me? Did you just touch me? Did something just hit me right now? And they'll tell me no. Because 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 when I think back, I'm standing in a place where there's no one in close proximity. Like, no one is close to me. I'm just alone in, like, in, in, in an area that's almost, let's say, far away from people. Because sometimes, like, you know, when praying, there's there's a, there's a big area where I pray and there's other people there. And I just pray, and I just feel like someone is holding me. Someone, sometimes someone is touching me. I feel like His presence is is, is increasing. His spirit is manifesting so much. There are times I sleep, and I I see someone hitting like hitting me, like waking me up. And I and they wake me up, and I get up. There are times I sleep, and I hear someone waking me up, and I and and I wake up, and there's no one there waking me up. It's the Lord waking me up, and I, and I I literally hear Him. Now, when the Lord really He speaks to me, I, I hear His audible voice now. Like it's, it's. I mean, I, I I used to hear His audible voice, but now it's increasing. Like the rate at which I'm hearing the Lord's audible voice is increasing. I hear the word. I hear the word so clear. I hear the word. Someone. I hear the words like someone literally talking to me. And I'm not talking about like sleeping. I'm not talking about dreams. I'm talking about while I'm wide awake with my eyes open. I'm hearing the Lord speak to me audibly with His voice so clearly. And it's increasing. It's increasing now so much, like a lot. I'm hearing Him speak to me so clearly. And that's how it is. When you're close to the Lord, when you seek the Lord and you get sin out of your life, your spiritual ears, they get so close to the Lord because you're in the Holy Spirit. Like when you're in the Holy Spirit 24 hours, all the day, all the time, you realize that the way the Lord speaks to you is like on a different level. It's like the, it's like He speaks to you like, it's almost like you're talking to an invisible man. And 
I, I share this with people, and people get sometimes so astounded. They get, you know, surprised, and you know, they're like in wonderment, like they're like amazed because because of how real the Lord is. And and some of you want to hear God's voice. I encourage you seek to hear God's voice because His voice is the best voice you could ever ever hear. Literally, His voice nothing can compare to His voice. When you hear God's voice, you you know that you 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 know how great and majestic and how mighty He is. When you just hear His voice, you can just envision in your mind how awesome He is. Like His voice is just. I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, His voice words I just can't describe. It's so amazing. And in these last days, the Lord has shown me that His audible voice, more people will hear, and more people will hear it in a very special way. Like the way God's going to speak to people. For so many of you are praying for God to speak to you. You're going to hear God's voice. Just wait, and just, you know, wait on God. Just hold on to the promises. It doesn't matter how things look now or, or how you feel or what you're going through right now. Because right now, things might be hard. Things might looking might be looking really, really down. Things might be really going on. Um, you might be feeling the way you don't really want to feel. Things might be really, um, really bad for you right now. But, you know, it's all of us. Like, all of us are going through trials and testings. Every single one of God's children, they're, they're all going through something, one way or the other. But what you have to do is just to have faith in God. That no matter what you're going through, just have faith and hold on to every promise that God has given you. That's why you should seek God, because some people don't even know the promises that God has. Some people don't even know that God gives promises, or, or they don't even know what promise God has for them. That's why the Bible says, study to show yourself approved. You need to know who you are in Christ, because as a child of God, the Lord showed me, it's your responsibility to know God. It's, up to, it's like, you have to know God, because it's your free will to choose to know God. When God calls you and chooses you, you it's your calling like you have to choose you have to fight to know god it's like it's like the work you have to do because remember when you remember the parable of the um of, of the man with the talent okay as said in matthew the men that were given five two and one talent it was up to them to work with the talent so in that same way it's up to you to know god or not to know god you, I mean, God, you've gone to church, you've heard the gospel, you're in the Lord's hour. But it's up to you to take what you hear here seriously. It's up to you to continue in the word of God. It's up to you. And I encourage you to choose because there's there's things in the Lord. There's so many things that the Lord has shown me and the Lord has done for me that some of them I can't even, I can't even remember because he does things for me like, it's like every day there's a new glory that Father God shows me. A new gift, something new in the supernatural realm that he shows me of heaven. I tell you, if you guys think that this physical world is something, wait till you see heaven or the spiritual world. The spiritual world, it's so amazing. Like the things that God has. Like the, like the things that God does for his people. It's wonderful. It's, it's amazing. The things that God has for us in heaven. The supernatural world is like, when you see the supernatural world, you don't even care about the physical world. Because you know that the supernatural, spiritual things are the things that exist forever. And they are what created the physical. And what is controlled, like how the earth goes around and everything that happens, it does a result of what happens spiritually. So, um, because there's times that the Lord would reveal to me things that are supernatural. There's times when he, I mean, I would pray and I would just see different things. Like, sometimes I would pray and I would see, like, he, the Lord would take me to this place in the spirit. I tell you, there's, 
there's there's no joy like the joy of the Lord. Like when you serve the Lord, when you're, when you're like his little child, because the Lord does not like to be challenged or questioned. He likes to be seek. He likes to be sought and to be worshipped with all reverence and with no question. He doesn't want you to question him because that's arrogance. So when you read the Word of God, don't question what the Lord tells you. Study the Word of God because the Bible does say study to show yourself approved. And, you know, for lack of knowledge, my people perish. But the, but the Word of God says in David, in the book of, I mean, sorry, in the book of Daniel, Daniel says in the book of Daniel that in the last days knowledge will increase. So knowledge is increasing. So in this time, I encourage you to seek the Lord because the amount of knowledge that will be poured out onto you will be so great. Like when you, when you, get, all these, when you get all this knowledge that the Lord wants you to receive, it prevents you from falling into so many mistakes and so many traps. So many mistakes that you're going to make, when you have the knowledge, you skip them. You don't make those mistakes. So I encourage you to seek and to know the Lord and to, and to, and to desire for the Lord to pour out His knowledge and His wisdom into you. Because you'd be surprised at things that the Lord will reveal to you that you do not understand. I mean, there's times when the, I'd be praying and the Lord would just take me to a beautiful place in heaven. Um, in the spiritual realm, I don't know where they are, but I'd pray and the Lord would take me to this place. And I'd see mountains. The mountains look like bronze. The mountains is like a mixture of bronze and gold. I see hills and mountains that were so beautiful, like the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. In heaven, um, it was this place that the Lord took me to. I was, I was in the basement praying. And the Lord took me to this place. And the mountains in that place were, they were like, they were like bronze mixed with gold. They, they had this color. Like it, was like a, it was like a silvery bronze color. It was like, it was like bronze mixed with silver. And the, the mountains looked like shiny and metallic. Like, they were so beautiful. They're the most beautiful mountains I've ever seen. If you people think the wonders and the beautiful creations of God on earth are beautiful, then wait till you see heaven. Wait till you see what God has for us in heaven. Because words cannot describe. Literally, words can't describe. I mean, they try to do it in movies, but it, it can't even compare to the glory, the true glory, and the true nature of God's majesty. It's so great. In heaven, no, this place, Lord, I was just praying, and the Lord, my spirit was just taken to this place in the supernatural realm, and I was just seeing things that were happening in the spirit realm. I was just seeing all the sudden mountains were forming as I was praying, and I could see like these, they were like hills, and it was like I was in this place. The place looked like white and beautiful and clear, and there were these beautiful mountains that the Lord was showing me because you know the Lord knows like the Lord knows the kind of person that I am. The Lord knows I, the Lord, you know, the Lord knows all that we love. The Lord knows I'm like an artistic person. I really love art. Like I love God's creation. I love to see beautiful things. Like I like to see nature. I like to see animals. I like to I like to see God's power and His glory and His beauty. And the Lord shows me these things because you know the Lord knows our heart's desires. And, you know, he showed me that, oh, these are the things you like. So I have all these things in heaven. So come here to heaven. And you're enjoying all these things. And that's what the Lord does. And he shows me these beautiful things. He shows me heaven. And I see that the, uh, in the spiritual realm, I see these beautiful colors. He's shown me animals in heaven that are so beautiful. I've seen feathers of birds that, that, that I can't describe, that, that, that look like nothing on earth. Literally nothing on earth. I mean, I've seen birds that have, like, gold feathers. Like, they have gold lines in their feathers. And I mean, what on earth, what bird has really has real gold? Like, these birds, like, that the Lord shows me, they're so beautiful. Sometimes the Lord would also show me rabbits. Like, one time, I was seeking God, and I was in, my, I was in a room, 
And I was just sitting in a room. And then the Lord showed me this place in heaven. It was so beautiful. There was green, beautiful green, lush grass. And I saw this angel. The angel was about like five, five foot seven. He was, he was not very tall. He was like around my height though. He, okay, he wasn't five seven. He was like, okay, I, I forgot because I saw this like last year. But I'm just talking from memory. I was praying. I was just in the room kneeling down praying. And, and I saw this beautiful, the Lord took me to this scenery, this place in heaven. It was like a garden. It was like a beautiful garden in heaven. And I saw this beautiful small bunny. It was pretty small. And the bunny I saw in heaven was, was a small bunny. But it was white. And it looked like it had like a white glow. And it was so beautiful. And I was just hopping in the green grass. And it was close to me. Like the bunny was, I was, I was like sitting on the floor in the ground, like in the place, in the grass. And the bunny came to me. And I saw like an angel that was there, I'm, I'm not sure, uh, I'm not sure why, because at that time, because sometimes when I pray, um, I see that the Lord would send angels, and sometimes I don't, I don't understand everything the Lord does, because sometimes I see different angels, I'm not sure why the Lord, but I know that He does it because He loves us, because He loves me, so He's doing something great and amazing, because, you know, when you trust God, it's amazing, because you know that everything He does is because He loves you, so even when you see things in the Spirit that you're not sure about, but you know that it's God, then you're satisfied. Because the Bible says, all things work to the good of those that love God. So because I knew that I loved God, and I knew that that was an angel, he looked so nice, just seeing him made me so happy. And he was tall, he was pretty tall. He was like between five foot and six foot, something like that. And he was like all white. He was just like, when I mean white, I mean he was glowing. Like his whole body, like when I saw him, I couldn't, like, I couldn't see the difference between his body and his Skin, like his, his garment and his skin because his skin and his garments were all glowing in like a pure white color. When I say white, I mean like pure white, like like cloud, like you know how the clouds are really white, you know, like really white, pure white clouds. That's how white he was. He was like, like, a, like the color of a white cloud. Like white, 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 like pure white. Like a white cloud or like the white moon, just pure white. And I saw him, and he was standing there, and and I knew he was like, yeah, he he was he was a guy angel, like, and and he was standing there, and I saw him just glowing, just standing there, just watching over me, and I saw that angel there in that place, and then over time I would be, I was just praying, 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 and then I saw the Holy Spirit was coming to me again, and this time he was coming to me in in a brand new form. Like, the Holy Spirit, He has so many forms. And He knows how much I love to see Him in all of His beautiful forms. Like, He has so many forms. And He knows how I like to see the things of the Spirit. So, sometimes the Lord would... Well, he was coming, and, and and I saw Him coming. And usually, like, in the Spirit, I, I sometimes I have to focus. Because, you know, when you're seeking God, I encourage you to focus. Because sometimes when God is speaking to you, or showing you a vision, you need to focus. Because when you stop focusing... Because it's like, in the spiritual realm, your mind is key. It's so important. Because you're, you're aware your mind is. Because your spirit is usually where your mind is. If your mind is in the things of the world, your, your, your spirit is literally walking around in, or, or, in earth or in hell. If your mind are on the things of the, of, of the spirit, the things that are immortal, like the things of heaven, you will realize that your mind is in the things of heaven. And you will keep seeing the things of heaven, like amazing things of heaven. Things that, I mean, there's things that I saw on TV and while I was thinking, wow, like, these things are pretty amazing things that I saw. But this was before, these were things I saw before I actually began to know the Lord. When I, I knew, the, when, I, when I began to know the Lord, and I, the Lord woke me up, 
wow, the Lord, the Lord surprised me. The Lord, like, I mean, he, he literally showed me his greatness. Like, I was, I was so surprised. That because I would watch, you know, I'd watch TV, I'd see some pretty amazing things, and I was like, oh wow, these things are so cool. And I didn't really know so much about heaven, so I didn't know that there were even more amazing things in heaven. As the Lord was showing me, opened my spiritual eyes, and was increasing, and I was seeing things, oh wow, it got amazing. I began to see things that I could not even, I was shocked, I was like, wow, this, this, this is really, there's really even more than this, even in heaven. I was like, wow. God, you are amazing. Your creation is wonderful. Your deeds are like, whoa, beyond, beyond, a, words can't describe. Like, God is so flawless and so, I mean, you can't describe God's glory. He's so amazing. Like, he'd show me things. Like, I was praying and, and then I saw the Holy Spirit. I was so happy, so excited, because this time when I saw the Holy Spirit, he was very different. He was in the form, it was in a different form. He was in a form that I was always hoping to see. And when he was coming, it was like he was descending down into the room where I was. He's everywhere, but he could choose to move or appear and move around how he likes, but he's still everywhere. And he was moving in the room, and he was coming, and he was appearing. I was so happy because he looked so beautiful. He looked like golden. He, he looked like a mixture. He looked, one time I saw him, I think he looked gold. The other time I think he was looking like white or something like that. And he was descending. The Holy Spirit was coming down. And he looked so beautiful. And... And I was supposed to focus in my prayer, but something happened, and and Lord forgive me, I lost focus, and I think that I was I was I lost focus, and then I stopped seeing what the Lord is showing me. But the reason I'm sharing this testimony with you is to let you know two things: that the Lord has so many amazing things. Like the Lord, He He never changes. But I tell you, the Lord has a lot of forms. Like the Lord doesn't just have one form. Like the Lord has so many forms. Like I tell you, as the line of Judah. Jesus has shown me his form in different ways. I've seen Jesus come to me in a golden form, where he was the lion of Judah, except he was a golden lion, a lion that was like pure gold, that was glowing so bright. He was standing up. I was in my, I was in the kitchen, and Jesus was like standing like on the ceiling of the house. He was standing in midair, and he was like a golden lion, just looking at me. Other times he came to me like as a regular brown lion, like as a regular. You know, brown, like golden brown, tawny lion. Other times, I would see, I would see him like as a fire lion, or times like I'd see him as like a clear lion, like a transparent. Because you know, there's, I'm just, I'm in this video, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I mean, in in this time of the Lord's hour, I'm just trying to encourage you guys to just tell you guys a few wonders and beauties and glories of the Lord in heaven, so you know how amazing and how wonderful the Lord is. I mean, there were times that the Lord, I would, He would show me. One time, He was, I was, I was just walking around school. I was going somewhere, and then I saw the Lord was revealing to me about His, about His spirit, about one of His other forms. And I saw Him, and He was clear. The Lord looked transparent, like water, but He was like, it was like almost like air, like transparent, like a like a glass bottle, so transparent and so clear. Except it was like a transparent lion. It was so beautiful. And he's shown me so many more beautiful forms of him. Even the Holy Spirit. There are times when I see the Holy Spirit as a bird. But in this new form that I was seeing him as, it was not really a bird form. It was similar to like, um, it didn't look like a bird. It was almost like a human spirit. like a different spirit. But I, I lost focus. So, the, so what I was seeing in the spirit, it wasn't really a vision. It wasn't a vision. It was, it was spiritual open sight. 
what I was viewing with my spiritual eyes, it ended because I lost focus. And I'm, I'm also telling you this to know that as you're seeking God, as you pray, as you fast, as, as, especially when you pray and you're praying, and when the Lord is talking to you, do not lose focus because losing focus just closes the door shut. When you lose fo- when, you're, when you're not focusing, it's like you're telling the Lord, Lord, I want to do something else. I don't want to really do what you're telling me to. Or it's almost like you're, you just close the door to what the Lord is wanting to do in your life. And that's one thing that demons do a lot to people. So as you're seeking God, I encourage all of you, brothers and sisters, to make sure that you do not ever, ever lose focus. Always focus on the Word of God. Always focus on Jesus, especially when you're praying. Because in those times, there's things that the Lord would want you to know. That sometimes there's things in the Spirit that sometimes the Lord might want to show you something in the Spirit. And it's not good to lose focus because if you miss what the Lord is showing you, let's say the Lord is showing you something and you just allow yourself to get distracted and you you don't, you just ignore it. You, You don't fight to see it. Usually there's some things you miss in the Spirit that are so key to your spiritual development. Sometimes those might be wanting to show you something or to tell you something or to reveal to you something or to give you a key that will help you grow in the spirit or that will answer your prayer or that will teach you how to become a bride or that will will will, will encourage you in him or that will even save someone else's life. So it's very important that as you're praying and seeking God, you do not lose focus. You stay focused. You you remain holding you remain focused on the word of God and on the word of truth. You don't get distracted, you don't think of other things, please don't. Because God is king. He's royal majesty. Imagine how it feels if you know if I was talking to you and I was giving you just like two percent of my attention, you would feel very insulted. And it wouldn't make you happy. You would not even feel like listening to me because you feel like I'm just wasting your time. And that in that in a similar manner, that's how it is. Like God is royal majesty. You have to show him respect. When you're in the presence of God, when you're in church or when you're praying or when you're doing something for God, do it with all your focus and with all your attention. Don't give God just part of your attention. Don't just think of something and think of the other. No. Think um, think of God and give God everything. Don't give your attention to other Because to God, it's, it's almost like, because it's not showing true love to God. And it's also disrespectful in a way. If you're talking to the King of Kings, you're not showing him respect. Because in heaven, everyone treats God with so much awe and so much reverence. But on earth, people don't always, because a lot of people lack the faith and humility and lack of revelation of God's holiness. But I tell you, God is so great and so awesome. And the more you treat God with respect and humility, the more you get to know more of Him. Because if you're more humbling to God, you see more. If you're rebellious and disobedient, you see less of God. So I encourage all of you to be more humble and to be more obedient to the Lord and let the Lord show you because there's so much more that He has to show you. Because in this vision I was seeing, I was seeing like, oh, like a man that was glowing. He looked, like, he looked. I wasn't able to see the full thing, um, but it looked like I was seeing the Holy Spirit. But it was a very different form. I couldn't describe it really. I couldn't. But in my spirit, I felt I was seeing the Holy Spirit because it was very, very different. Very, very, very new. It was like I, it was something I didn't, I had not seen before. It was something very different that I had not even seen before. And it looked like, I think I might have seen his arms, and they were so beautiful. Just his arms alone 
were so beautiful and they were descending down and and I, I was seeing more of his body but because I lost focus I missed that vision and and you know the Lord was showing it wasn't a vision sorry I mean I missed that um, moment that I was the Lord was showing me his form in the spiritual realm so I, I the Lord let me know same way as in prayer when you pray don't lose focus keep um, all of your determination and focus in your prayer put all your heart in your prayer because when you stop um, when you lose focus, it's like the fire in your prayer reduces, and demons are able to easily stop your prayers when your prayers are not focused. Because you need to concentrate all your attention in your prayer to blow away the works of Satan. Because when you pray, you need to pray earnestly because and, and pray heartfelt. And, and you know, to, to, to be heartfelt in prayer, you need to focus. So when you pray, please, pray focused. If you really want to get answers, then pray focused. Pray focused and, you know, let the will of God in your life be done. I tell you, brothers and sisters, there's times when the Lord would also show me forms. Sometimes I'd pray, and the Lord would give me different spiritual forms, like different glorified bodies, and I would see that the Lord, the Holy Spirit would be surrounding me with this armor, and I would see myself sometimes looking like a knight in like silver or golden armor. I would see myself spiritually looking like a knight. And this was not a joke. This was real. This was in the spirit. This was my spiritual form. I was armored with, you know, by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit would armor me. He would cover me up with, with, with helmets, breastplates, shields, and a cape. Sometimes he'd even cover me with things that I would not even see. In the, even, even in the Bible, you know the Bible talks about the armor of God. Like it talks about a lot of things. But there's things that, there's so many deep things, okay, that the Lord wants to show us. But everything is not really written. I mean, it's like there's so many things that the Lord wants to show us. There's deep things that the Lord wants to show us. He wants to reveal to us because we know we know the Word, we know the Bible, but the Lord wants to show us more. That's why sometimes He would give you a dream or a vision because he, He's showing you a mystery that you don't know because it's in the Bible, but sometimes it's hard for you to understand because our our minds are so limited as we are now. And so much is, ha is happening that the Lord wants us to know. Like there's so many things that happen, and they're in the book of Enoch. But the book of Enoch is not even in our, even in our current Bible right now. And the Lord wants us to know these things because it's also the Word of God. There's things about the Word of God that we don't know right now. The Lord wants to show us through giving us dreams and giving us revelations. The Word of God, it's so big. It's so great. There's more that the Lord wants us to know and understand. And we have to learn you know, to give him more of our time so that we, 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 we know more about him. And the key, I tell you, is holiness. Holiness, it is extremely important. Because the Lord taught me, was teaching me so much about holiness before he started teaching me a lot about love. Because holiness is very important. Because if you have holiness, it's so much more easier to love. Because love is the greatest. Love is the key. You need to love. But to truly learn how to love, you need holiness. Because without holiness, it's going to make it so hard for you to love. You can still love, you can still try, but because of the sin, it's going to be so hard for you to love. Because you either give God your all or, or you either give God your all or some of you. And if you're not holy, it's like it's going to be really hard for you to love the way God wants you to love. And when you love all these things I'm telling you, you begin to experience them for yourself. 
I mean, there are things that the Lord would let me experience, like physical manifestations. I'm not talking about just spiritual. I'm talking about physical manifestations of God's presence. It's it's increasing. It's 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 rising. It's rising. The Lord is showing me that very soon, He's going to speak so audibly that multiple people will hear. Like the Lord's going to speak so loud that more than one person is going to hear Him together at the same time. He showed me this in a dream that He's going to speak so audibly that there could be people gathered in a place and all of them will hear God speaking at the same time. Almost like someone speaking through a microphone to an audience. God is going to speak like that out of thin air. He's going to speak and everyone will hear Him but they, won't, but they probably won't be able to see Him but they'll hear Him. And He's also going to manifest so that people will see Him in His form. And He's going to manifest, in, um, he's going to manifest His glory. His glory, His Shekinah is going to manifest. And the Lord has shown me, I've seen how he's, he's going to start letting more of his angels manifest now. And it is sad, too, that people, people that are, you know, people are going to start manifesting, too. But this manifestation is, is going to be, is, I mean, they're, they're, it's going to be really sad because people are going to be manifesting into zombies, into these d demonic zombie creatures, as we've all seen and heard. And there's going to be so many more mysteries revealed. And people are going to be transformed, okay? People are going to be changed. People are going to be changed. And the Lord showed me this. Like, it's, it's going to be so amazing what the Lord has told me. Like, it's going to be so amazing. The Lord has shown me visions and dreams of things to come and how things are going to be. Some of the things. He's given me just some insight. And I'll continue to share that with you as... I'll, I'll, I'll share that with you as time goes on. But... I'm going to just continue to share the few things that the Lord showed me about, about you know, about heaven and about the spiritual realm. And I just want to, sh I just want you guys to be encouraged to know how glorious God is, because I tell you, what God wants for you the most is your heart to love Him. That's what God cares about the most. But as as I'm continuing, you'll, I just want you to know this: that the Lord, there were times He would show me. Sometimes I'd be praying. And I would see myself ascending to heaven. Because when you pray, your spirit literally goes up into heaven. And I would see myself going up to heaven. And I see myself sometimes in, in like, it was like an orange robe. It was almost like, it didn't look like today's modern day clothing line. It was like, it was like an orange, it was glowing and it was orange. And it was like an orange, big robe wrapped around me very differently. And I saw myself ascending to heaven in that orange robe. I was, I was very surprised to see myself like that in an orange robe because, I mean, because I don't usually get, I mean, there's colors that the Lord usually, like, because the Lord knows the colors I like. You know, the Lord knows the colors He's given me. So, there's colors that the Lord gives us different things. Like, I mean, the, when the Lord, like, you know, the Lord knows you. It's like, when, when you get closer, you begin to understand what I'm talking about. The Lord knows me. He knows what I like. So, there's colors that He's, there's a color that He's marked me with. And it's like, there's a color that he usually comes to me, like, he shows me things in, because he knows that's the color that he gave to my spirit. He knows that that's the color that he gave me. As, as children of God, you will realize that when you get to know God, you, you get to know so many amazing things about God, that God works in such a wonderful way. Like, like God, he also does a lot of things with colors, too. And the Lord was showing me, like, you know, he, there's a color that he's given to me, and I've said this on the Lord's Hour before, it's, it's a green color, it's an emerald color, it's an emerald stone that the Lord's given me. And 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 he's appointed me to, and 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 it's like usually he gives me usually when the Lord gives me something or shows me something it's usually in green because he knows that because the Lord the Holy Spirit gave me green that was he said he gave, 
Because one time I was praying and the Lord, He told me that I was in the bathroom. I was just praying, kneeling down, just praying, praying, praying. And the Lord told me, I was just praying. But before then, I kept seeing a, a certain stone. I, just, I kept seeing a green stone. And suddenly, I heard the voice, Emerald. And the Lord told me, Kelvin, Emerald, this is yours. This is your stone. I give you this, this color of, of green, this, this Emerald stone. And, and then I took it and I was really thankful and so happy. And I was thinking, I was like, Lord, what does this color mean? I was thinking, I was like, Emerald, Lord, um, what does this color mean? And and he he showed me more of what he meant by emerald. But I'm not going to talk a lot about that today. I'm just I'm just telling you this to know how to let you know how we're so special to the Lord. How for you know for us the Lord has different colors and specific colors appointed to us. I mean for one of my brothers I know his his appointed color is like a blue stone is like a light blue sapphire color and you know the Lord gave me green and I like that. But sometimes the Lord also likes to you know make things fun and give us you know give me different colors. Sometimes. When the Lord gives me robes, He gives me like like that day He gave me an orange robe, and that day I was just praying, praying, and then and then the Lord filled me with so much of His life that in a spirit I was seeing His life coming out of my body. I was seeing like butterflies just coming out of my spirit, like I saw like hundreds, like thousands of butterflies, so many of them all around me, like they were coming out of me, like. It was so beautiful. I just saw butterflies and butterflies and butterflies. And I was just praying, praying, praying. I was just seeking God. And in the spirit, was, I don't know where I was, but the Lord had filled me with so much life. And I saw so many butterflies of colors like orange, green. They were just flying all around me. And I was so happy because I know the Lord was speaking to me that as a sign of his life that he blessed me with, he's going to, as a sign of life he's blessed me with, and as a sign that he's, He's going to use me to bring life to other people. He was showing me that these butterflies were that sign. And and out of you know what the Bible says, out of us, out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. And that same he was showing me that out of our spirits his life's gonna come out of to touch and to bless and to save other people. There are even times where I would be seeking the Lord, I would just be praying so hard. One time we I, I was I was I was I was at home, I was in this place and I was we were just praying and then this like this which came to the house and the moment she came I just started to pray I went into deep strong powerful warfare I was praying 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 seeking the Lord and then all of a sudden I saw a huge a huge sunflower growing gr growing at my back like I saw like it was so beautiful I was like probably like the largest sunflower I had ever seen and it was growing out of my back like a huge sunflower just growing from my back. And the Lord was showing me that it was like a sign of life, restoration, and victory. That as I was praying and speaking these words of life, the key, okay, the key which is the Holy Spirit, which is the Word of God, it lives in you and I, it lives in us. And the key of the Holy Spirit that is in you and I, okay, it, it, it sort of, it generates life. It's like, it's, it's life, it, it manifests life, okay? It manifests healing, the God, Spirit of God that is in us. So as I was praying, the sunflower that, that grew from my back, and also as I was praying, the butterflies that were just coming out of my spirit, there were like hundreds of them. I was like, I was swarmed with butterflies in the spirit, and it was so beautiful seeing all these butterflies, because, you know, the Lord knows I, I really like animals and nature. I like, I really like animals and plants so much, and, <laughs> you know, the Lord shows me these things, like when I pray, and in heaven, because He does that to encourage me, to know, and He does it to show me that Kelvin, I am real, and 
I, I want to show you that I'm real by, by letting you know that I know all the things that you like. Because the Lord really does. He knows all the things I like. And He shows me these things that I like. The Lord knows I like animals. And there's times when He shows me horses in heaven. And, I mean, like, this, I mean, this spiritual experience was, was so exciting. Like, I, I shared it one time when I was in the Lord's Hour. And I was sitting on a horse in the Spirit. And the Lord was showing me this. And I was so excited because I was so happy. It was the most beautiful horse I had ever seen. Most beautiful horse ever, ever existed. I think, oh, I, I mean, I think so because well, it was the most beautiful horse I had ever seen to ever exist. And I was sitting on this horse and it, it was pure white. It had its, its, um, its hair, its mane, I think. I'm not sure what they call the horse hair at the neck. I'm not sure what it's called. But um, it, it, it was so beautiful. I forgot the color. It was either white or gold. And the horse looked well-fed, well-raised. I mean, it was tough. And it had, like, golden jewelry. Like, it had, like, a golden sash. Like, something on his chest. And it looked so beautiful. And in the spirit, I was on this horse. And the Lord was letting me know in the spirit that he was... as I was, Because I was praying for the bride. And I was praying for God's people. And the Lord was showing me that he was using me in the spirit to help others. And he, I was sitting on the horse. And the Lord showed me that it was a sign of, like, the... Like him taking me to a high level in the spirit or the authority or or it was like a soldier because you know, as you seek the Lord on earth, it's like as you seek the Lord more, your 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 spirit rises and it was like and like in the spirit he was he had made me like a soldier, like a warrior that was gonna fight and help my other brothers and sisters, and I was literally like on a horse, like a warrior, like a fighter in the spirit when I was praying, and I'll see that in the spirit I was helping people like I was helping people, like, you know, become better. And the Lord assured me that he was rising me to another level. I was becoming stronger. Because all the first time I had ever seen, I, I had ever seen myself on a horse, because because I always prayed for a horse. And I haven't had friends who prayed for a horse for me in the spirit, because the Lord knows I like animals. And, and the Lord gave me this horse in the spirit. And, and I could see that in, as I was praying and doing warfare, I was fighting the spirit with a sword, and I was cutting, you know, strongholds. I was the Lord was using me to just cut chains and to set people free. And this was one thing that he was showing in the spirit. And I'm not telling you this this to just I know some of them might wonder why am I why am I telling you all this? I'm telling you all this to encourage you, to let you know that the things of the spirit are real and as you live your life physically it translates in the spiritual realm. But you can't always just see you can't really see the spiritual realm with your physical eyes. You need the eyes of the spirit, the eyes of God. You need the eyes of the Holy Spirit so that you can see. You need, you need that gift of spiritual open sight, and and you see these things because they're they're actually what is going on as you're seeking God. Because as you see God, as like if if you if you see God well and if you make it past all those, you know, you overcome the trials and you still live holy, your spirit is literally in heaven with God. I've seen that so many times. As all of you are here right now and all of you are repenting. And all of you are are saved, and are truly seeking God. Your spirit, as I speak right now, your name is a book of life. Your spirit is in the hand of God right now, as we speak. Your spirit's in heaven right now, as we speak. I'm not just saying this to make you feel happy. Tell me because it's the truth. Because I have seen this so many times. Because so there's times I go to heaven and I see other saints in heaven, like people that I, I mean, well, when I saw him, we were all. I mean, I see people like I saw this person once in heaven, and we're all standing in the same place. And we were in this room, and we're all lined up. We're just all lined up together in this beautiful golden room. And wow, like, and having the saints look so beautiful, so handsome, so perfect. 
and I saw all I saw them, my brothers and sisters. I remember them. I saw them, and while I saw him, I was so happy I saw him, and I felt in my spirit that this guy I'm standing right next to, he's one of my brothers that are on earth. He's one of them because he had I remember he had blue eyes, and he had like short hair, short hair just oh his hair was like cut to like to like the level of his jaw. He had pretty short hair, but like short regular hair. And he was standing there like in a white robe. And oh wow, his face was so perfect. And we're all standing there. We're all just lined up in heaven. And I was—I knew that I had a strong feeling in my heart that I think this person is also on earth, just like me. But all of us are on earth. But it's just that the Lord let me visit heaven. So I met this person that's, that's also on earth. So that's how it is. Like, if you're seeking God, okay, in spirit and in truth, your spirit is safe with God in heaven. Your, your spirit is not in hell. In that same way, when you're living in sin, there's so many times that Jesus took people to hell and showed them that this person, they're on their way to hell. So because of their spirit, you can see them coming into hell. And it's so, and it's, But their spirit is not in heaven. So it's like that. In the spiritual realm, as you live, it, it translates into the spiritual realm instantaneously. Like, whatever you do, the trans when you pray right now, something happens right now. Right now, when you pray and ask God to do something, or when you speak, something happens the moment you see it in the spiritual realm. Like, like when people say, God bless you, the Lord would show me. Like, the person gets blessed, like, instantaneously. Like, it happens spiritually that second. Because I would see that the words that we speak are life. And I would see that as people would be speaking, I was like, the words were like, I would see like, I would see like, how do I explain this? I would see like it was like an essence, like a like a spirit. It was like a living, it was like a living spirit thing. Like when someone would say "God bless you," I would literally see like a power, like a power of light. Like I don't know how, like like an essence, like a vapor of light. Yeah, it was like a misty white light form that would move and that would hit the person, that would go to the person that you said "God bless you" to. When you would say something to someone, I would see the words coming out of the person's mouth and literally going to the person. It's like when you speak, spiritually it just happens. It's like a shoot. What, what you say, what comes out. So it's like when you speak, that's why when you speak against, let's say when demons come, you speak against them. Instantly, it, it just happens. It hits them like, like a gun or it hits them like someone's throwing an arrow at them. That's why, you, that's why the Bible says pray without ceasing. Because when you pray, wow, if you knew the work that was happening in the spiritual realm, you would be so amazed and so thankful to God. As you see God, as you pray, as you repent, as you live a holy life before God, as you do all these things for the Lord, I want you to know that instantaneously, as it's like it reflects in your spirit. Like, it reflects your spirit instantaneously. When you pray and you do good, the diamond, you know, the Lord gives us rewards. That's jewels, stones, and diamonds. Um, and other kinds of rewards. These things, okay, when they come, they come like, they, they come into your spirit. Like, I see them coming into my spirit. Because, you know, my spirit's in heaven, but my flesh is, but my physical body is on earth. So, I see these things. I see, like, my spirit, and I see, I see the spirit of God. Whatever thing God wants to give me. Whether it's, you know, it's a diamond, or a key, or a crown. It comes on me. And it comes on me right now. Like, it comes on me and I see it. If it's a robe, I see a robe coming from heaven. It comes on me. 
if if it's a jewel or if it's a scepter or if it's whatever the Lord wants to give me, a lit or if it's fire, it comes down from heaven and it comes into me instantly. Like one time I was praying for my friend and I know we were praying to get tongues and the Lord was ready to give him tongues. So we were praying, we were praying, we were praying, we were praying and then I told him about tongues. I was like, do you believe you can receive tongues now? And he said yes. And then instantaneously I, I prayed, I was like, Father, give my brother tongues. And then within instantaneously, like in seconds, I saw Father God's huge hand. It, it came through the earth. And I tell you, the earth is so filled with sin. The earth is like blackness. Like there's so much abomination in this world. Like it's so bad. It's it's really horrible. Like it's 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 evil and it's disgusting and it, it stinks real bad on this earth. And it's like I saw the Father God. His hand just came down right through. It just broke through the hand. His hand just came into earth, and he had clenched his fist. So he unclenched his fist. He let go of his hand, and I saw like a, a golden, like a golden orange fire. Like, well, the fire, it came down, it came down, it came down, it was coming down, and then it hit my friend, and then my friend instantaneously just started speaking in tongues, and it was like, it hit him so quick, I was like, whoa, he was just, he was like, he was just speaking so fast, like, he was talking so fast, like, he was speaking in tongues, and it was so amazing, and I was so thankful to God, how the Lord had just blessed him in tongues, and I saw that the words we speak, okay, they are real. That's why, you know, if with this one mouth that the Lord has given you, use them to speak blessings, not curse. Use them to speak things that are good. Use them to say things that are good, not bad. Because how can you use the same mouth to, 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 to curse someone and use it to bless God? No. Our mouths, they're used to speak words of life and truth and love. They're not for us. They're... Our mouths, they're, they're of God. God created our mouths, okay? And as His temple, the temple is supposed to serve, is used to serve. And we're supposed to use every part of our temples to serve God, even our mouths, our, our ears. Our ears are not meant to listen to bad music that Satan, you know, makes through people. No, we're supposed to listen to songs that God gives. We're not supposed to be watching things that are useless and things that are not of God. But it's like, because the Spirit controls your flesh, you have to get a good grip of your spirit so that you can control your flesh properly. You can control the temple properly. But our mouth should be used to say things that give glory to God, to say things that bring honor and praise to God, to say things that will please God, that will bless people and save others, but never for cursing or never to hurt someone or never to to make anyone upset or never for evil. Because when you use God's um, temple against God's will for your, own, for your own pleasure, then you will be judged. You will be punished. You will have to pay. So brothers, I encourage all of you to know that your temple, okay, you were bought with a price, you know, a very, a very heavy price, with, you know, with the life of Jesus. That's how much God bought you. So that's how much you mean to him. You mean so much to him that he would give up himself for you. That's how much you mean to him. So you're 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 really important. I know that there's billions, there's billions of humans and there's so much of us, but that's how great God's love is. God's love is so great, so infinite, that the love he has for all of us, it's 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 like it's so great that the love he, he just has for just one person alone 
is, is so tremendous. Like just the love God has for one person alone. That's how great God is. His, the love He has for one person alone, it's beyond imagination. Just one person. Just anyone. You just think of anyone. Just the love that God has. Because God is so great. His greatness, you can't, you just can't understand. Everyone means so much to God. And as we keep ser- serving God, understanding will come. He will begin to open up more and more of our minds to know and to understand Him more. But I want you to know that, I want you to understand more of the things about the spiritual world. So that you, you, you live in a certain way. So that you, you are careful. Because I tell you, everything, everything is spiritual. Everything has a spirit over it. Everything has like a spiritual influence over it. And there's times, and there's times when the Lord is op- opening up my spirit to see Him, to know Him more. There's times when I, I would see things, things that were worldly, and I would feel like someone put something in my eyes instantly, because spiritually I would see something. It was like when, when it was like when I looked, when I looked at that thing or that, um, whatever if it was a picture or a video or let's say of something worldly, like an unclean picture, someone drawing a picture of let's say something that's unclean. Like when if I would look at that, I would see something like something dark hitting my eyes like i'd feel like oh like someone put mud or dirt over my eyes that's how i usually feel like i just know that there was like a force like a supernatural force that's over my eye there's like something supernatural over my eye covering my eye because of what i had just seen so you guys everything that is physical has a spiritual aspect nothing is just blunt or, or nothing is 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 just like, you know, like, I mean, nothing is just like, just as it is. There's always something spiritual to something. That's why we all have to be careful the way we live now. Because a lot of, a lot of, you know, things that are death, physically they look like they're going to help you live. But spiritually, they're going to lead you to die. That's what the Bible says. That there's a way that looks good, you know, unto a man, but its way ends in death. Some things will look good to you, but they're they're not good. They're... Is this a trap that Satan has set for you? That's why you just have to make sure that you keep overcoming and jumping over all the trials and all the temptations that God has for you. It's very, very important that as Christians we all do these things. Because he's coming very, very soon. Because there's a huge task that is laid ahead of all of us. God didn't bring us here to just... um, He didn't bring us here to just live and to be... um, Just to be... um, just to please ourselves or just to, you know, come here just to do the things we want to go. No, there's more. God wants to save us. For some of you, God has saved you so that he wants to use you to save other people, to save thousands and millions, in fact. And I'm going to talk about more of that too. But I'm going to continue about the things in the spirit. So it's like when I, so when, when I lost focus on what I was praying or whenever you lose focus on 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 what you're praying on or what you're what you're seeing it stops it ceases so ask God like to increase your um your attention span or or your focus to give you a stronger ability to focus on him so that you 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 never lose focus on his word because God wants you to always know his will and know his word and he wants you to to just remain in him and never stop doing what he wants you to do he wants you to just keep doing what he tells you to he never wants you to stop it's very important that you keep doing whatever the lord tells you to it's very very important and one other thing that the lord has shown me in the spirit that um 
um, that that would also really encourage me and really make me happy is there's times when I would see Jesus with angels and they would be in a place and I was almost like they're in this place in heaven. I'm not sure what they were doing because sometimes they're, the places that I go to in heaven, the Lord showed me, they look really bright. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. They're like it's it's so bright. Like it's really bright. It's like you're trying to look into the sun. So sometimes it's really hard for me to like even spiritualize. Sometimes it gets a, sometimes it's it might be sometimes as like over time when I especially when I because I saw this like last year so. It might be a little hard for me to say everything because I, I had this like a, about a year ago. But what I remember is that the Lord Jesus, I saw him with about two angels. And they were in a place. And I don't remember exactly what Jesus was doing. But they were in a place. And they were all glowing very, very brightly. Jesus was very bright. And his eyes were glowing. I was so amazed. I was so thankful. Jesus had like glowing eyes. His eyes were like gold. And they were so bright. And I was like, wow. Like, wow, Jesus, your eyes are so amazing. I was so happy when I saw Jesus' eyes. They were glowing. Like, they were really, 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 really bright. Because as I said, the Lord has different glories. I mean, there was times when the Lord would appear to me. And he appears to me like in a glory that that is like dimmed or toned down. And there's a form that sometimes he comes in where his glory is really, really bright. It's so intense that, wow, it's really, really bright. So sometimes I see the Lord, I see our Lord Jesus, and he looks like, you know, I, I see him, and, you know, with, with his, like, hair around his shoulders, but sometimes um, I see him, and he's glowing. He's, he looks like the sun. He looks really, really bright, so bright, like really, really, really bright light coming out of him, and the angels, too. And I saw him in this place, and... The place they were to was so bright, and I'm not, I forgot what they were doing, but I knew they were doing something. I'm not sure if, if I, I'm not sure if he was talking to God or praying. I'm not sure what was going on because I, I forgot because I had I saw this in the spirit like about a year ago. But I but I saw him, and it was one of the most brightest forms I'd ever seen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, He is so bright. Jesus really is like he like he is so bright. Like Jesus really is the King of Kings. Like he. He has, like, when he sh decides to let his light shine, it's so bright that you can't even see. It's, it's so bright. When I saw Jesus that way, I was so amazed because Jesus was looking so bright. He was, like, shining. And that, was, that was the first time I'd ever see Jesus glowing. Because he comes, and sometimes when he comes to me, he, he has a robe that glows. But the robe, it, it glows, but I can still see, you know. But this one was, this time... Wow, he was really bright. He was like shining like the sun. He wanted to really show me how bright and how glorious he was. And he was, words can describe the glory of Jesus. He was so bright. He was like the sun. He was so bright and he was glowing. And he was with the angels and they were all glowing. And I think they were praying or they were doing something. But usually the Lord shows me that it was like they're, they're busy in heaven because they're not lazy. It's like they're, they're working. It's like that's a, the that's a feeling I get in the spirit because, you know, as God's children are working, God is working even more because God works all the time. He works so that we can also, so that we work. Because the Holy Spirit works for us so that we, we can be saved, so that we can do things right and go to heaven. And, you know, the Lord does these things for us. And as we work, He also works too. He, he lets His angels work for us too. I mean, not work for us, they work with us because as we're working, they work too. And I would see the Lord in such a bright, glorious form. And there's times when the Lord would show me these flames. I mean, they're not flames, but it was like this. It was this thing I saw in heaven. It was, it was like a flame, but it's not a flame. It's like what I could describe it as is like a flame mixed with like 
mist, um, mixed with like, I don't know, light that glows. I, I can't really describe it, but well, in heaven, the things in heaven, you just can't describe. The time I see things, it was almost it looked it was supposed to look like a fire. I think it was supposed to be a fire, but it, it didn't really move like a fire. It was moving very differently. It was moving like. It was like it was like a it was like a sun, it was like the beams of sun that were radiating, but they were wa- ra- radiating in like a wavy matter, and they were like green. It was like it had like a slight greenish color. I don't remember, but like very light green, and it was really bright, and it was like a wave of God's power that was moving so differently. Like, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. To me, it looked like another kind of fire. It was so beautiful. I saw, I mean, I can't describe it, but it was so amazing. And I saw it moving, and I'd see a huge rainbow flower that was, like, dancing and singing. I was so happy when I saw this huge rainbow rainbow flower. And in heaven, the, the rooms and the places are really huge. I was in this place, and I looked small because the place was really big. The place that Jesus took, I, I was in the spirit was really big. And, one of, and, and in this form that I was in, it was like, I was gold, but I had rainbow. Well, like my my head was like rainbow and gold. It was like different colors that the Lord was showing me in in this form that I had. And there were times where I would be I'll be in the room and I'd and I'd I'd be just seeking God. My time of seeking God. One time I saw this angel in my room, and he was like a golden. It was like a, a fire angel, like a golden fire. Like it was more of a fire angel. And he looked really big, and he was just blazing in fire. I was like, wow, there's a fire angel in my room. I was so excited. <laughs> because I knew that the fire angels are like, they're strong. They're like really strong angels, like strong fire angels. So when I saw the fire angel, I was so excited. I was like, wow, there's a fire angel in my room. <laughs> I was so thankful to God. Like, and, and you know, one other time, I was just, you know, at church. And I would see that as I was seeking God, I would see that I was looking down at my feet. And I think I was one. I forgot what I was thinking, but I was fasting and I was at church, and I looked down on my feet and I saw in the spirit how my feet looked like. And in the spirit, my feet. Well, I was so surprised. They looked so bright. My my feet were like glowing, and they were really glowing with such a beautiful color that made my feet even look different. And I was wearing like you guys know. I mean, you, you, I mean, brothers and sisters, you know this. They're like, you know, like gladiator shoes. Like you know what? Like they're like sandals. They're like what? You know Jesus used to wear in his in his day, or what what you know the Jews used to wear, like the the gladiators. I mean, if you type in gladiator shoes, you get one in Google. You'll know what I'm talking about. But those are the shoes I was wearing in the spirit. They're like those. They're like sandals. They're not shoes. They're sandals, like gladiator sandals. And I could see my my feet, and I could see the the shoes, and I was so excited because you know. The Lord was going to give all of us according to, you know, our heart's desire or the style that we like. And the Lord knows that, I mean, the Lord knows how I really like, the Lord knows I like things like that. Like, I like how the Lord used to dress. Like, you know, like in the old, I heard that in heaven, you know, what I've, what I've seen, is, for me, like the Lord shows me things um, that are like, because when I see heaven, I see the angels. They look, the way they look, I, I really like it. I, I like how... You know, it's all very, like, they wear robes and gowns, and, and some of them look like Roman soldiers. I really like that that kind of, you know, that, um, I like how heaven looks and, and, and the beings look like that. But there's also places in heaven where I've heard that sometimes, you know, um, um, people saw angels and they said they were wearing pants, I think. So there's different clothes and there's different, 
there are so many different things in heaven. The Lord is going to give us according to our hearts. I mean, I, I heard. I mean, I, I heard that. I'm not saying for sure. I just heard that someone said, um, you know, that you know, that the Lord's going to give them pants because, or the Lord's going to give them shorts because they like to wear shorts. So they're going to wear shorts in heaven, or yeah, they're going to wear shorts in heaven because they like to wear shorts or you know, or pants, and they really like wearing you know um, maybe long pants like. Or jeans, like you know, people like different things. So the Lord's gonna give us to according to our heart's desire. So it's like the Lord, He knows what I like, and he, and I and I like those kind of sandals, sandals. And and the Lord gave, and you know, the Lord gave me those sandals, and I was really happy that in the spirit I was wearing sandals because the reason why I like to wear sandals, like there's one main reason why I like to wear sandals. It's mainly because Jesus also wears sandals. That's why I like sandals because when I see Jesus' feet, like one time I was in my room and I was seeking God, and I saw the vision of a huge lion, and then I saw Jesus' feet, and Jesus had, like, such beautiful feet, and he was wearing brown sandals, like, gladiator sandals, and I was so happy, I was like, wow, Jesus wears sandals, I'm so happy, so I'm going to wear sandals, too, because I like what Jesus likes, like, I like what Jesus likes to wear, so I was, and Jesus knows in my heart, I really like things like that, too, because when I was younger, I would I would like like let's say when I watch maybe when I was younger and I'd seen movies people that I mean or or let's say in cartoons when they would wear sandals I thought they were pretty nice I really liked them and so the Lord's gonna give us according to our hearts to that and the Lord knows how I like to look He knows like the appearance that that I like and in the spirit He's given me so many different kinds of like robes and garments so many different ones and for some of them people don't even under, people won't even understand because the glory and the beauty of heaven. It's very different from how we see things here on earth. Like on earth, we see things in a different way, but in heaven, it's very diff- it's, it's different. It's not it's not like here. The beauty of heaven is different from the beauty of earth. The beauty of heaven is like all unimaginably like it's so much better. And sometimes they'll give me different kinds of robes, as I've said earlier, different colors of them and different armors. And I'll see these I'll see these robes. Some of them are very different, and I. I, and I was really happy, and I liked them a lot. And the Lord was just giving me these things. I'm sharing all these things with you to let you know how much Jesus loves us and how much He He encourages us in the Spirit. Sometimes He blesses people. He blesses people with these things, but sometimes they don't always know because these things are in heaven waiting for them. So you won't even know that the Lord is giving all these robes. Sometimes He also gives. The Lord also gives jewelry. Sometimes the Lord gives me like necklaces, like chains. I put on. I'm supposed to be putting on my neck, I think. And sometimes like bracelets. I get a lot of bracelets, a lot, like from the Lord. Like, like sometimes Lord, you know, He gives us jewelry, different jewelry and different things. And and you know, sometimes people won't. I'm sharing this with you to just let you know how real it is and what the Lord gives us and and you know how He loves us and what He blesses us with. And I see the Lord doing these things and different stones, different diamonds over us. He puts them on our body. And you know, different forms and different abilities and different capabilities. And these things are things that, you know, basically you get more of these things as you get high on the Lord. The Lord has all these things for all these people, but not everyone receives it because they're like a price you have to pay. Sometimes to get to a place with the Lord, to get to a high place with the Lord, you have to fast and pray. Like, Moses fasted 40 days and 40 nights. He was a, he's a really anointed man of God. He did so much. But he was in that high place with the Lord all the time. He was on Mount Sinai for 40, like, you know, for 40 days. He was in a high place. Like, you need to get to your high place, like your prayer room or your prayer closet or your secret space with the Lord. And you just stay there for as long as you can, seeking the Lord, worshiping the Lord, giving the Lord everything that you have. 
it's very important because as you do this, you will begin to know more about the Lord, and the Lord will reveal more of Himself to you. You'll understand the Lord more, and you will give the Lord more and more of your life. And the Lord will begin to show you things as He wants to show you, and will reveal all these things to you. Um, you'll, you'll understand. You'll understand and you'll know. You'll, you'll, you'll know more about what God wants you to receive and what God wants you to become. You'll, you'll know all these things. But it comes from a place of worship, a place of seeking God, a place of, of you know, growing in the Lord. Because when He gives you these, let's say if you get spiritual open sight, as I said earlier, it's like a baby. You have to raise it. You have to grow it. It's like when you get gifts, the gifts grow, even tongues. I realized that a gift of tongues grows a lot. Because one thing I learned about tongues was, was I mean, like, the, the Lord was just giving me, like, dynamic tongues. Like, they were just changing. Like, they would change and change and change and change and change and change and change. And it was like there were times when I speak with people, and then I speak in the same tongues that they speak in. But it was like I couldn't do this at the beginning. Like, I realized that I get new gifts as, I, as I'm growing in the Lord. As I'm going, and there's times when, uh, and then I began to, and sometimes when you get gifts, it's like it helps you get other gifts. Like when I got tongues, like it helps, it helped me to begin to actually understand tongues more. It helped me to actually understand what I was saying, so it helped me get the gift of interpretation. And it also, when I got tongues too, like it helped me to see in the spirit too more, because it would increase. The Holy Spirit would increase the Spirit of God in me. Like when you pray in tongues, like I'd let you, I'd be more full of the Spirit because that, the Bible says how to be full of the Spirit by praying in the Spirit, praying in tongues. That's how you get full of the Spirit too. I mean, that's not the only way. That's one way of getting full of the Spirit. And there's something special that tongues does that that other things that 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 God you know is given to tongues. It's very special. It's very important. I mean that that we, we take advantage of these gifts because these gifts that the Lord has for us, if we take advantage of these gifts, then we can become the true bride that Jesus has called us to be. Because I tell you, to be a bride, there is a level that you have to be at. It's not just, it's, it's like, I'm telling you, like, it's serious. Like, you need to, because it's like, and if you become a bride, you know, you need to let Jesus show you that you're a bride. Don't just assume well, I've repented, I'm praying and fasting, so I'm a bride. No, you can't just say that. You can't think, well, just because you pray and you fast, you're a bride. No, when you pray and fast, it doesn't mean you're a bride. It doesn't mean that, because there's a, a lot of things goes into becoming a bride. Because I don't, people to, I don't people to deceive themselves, because I know that so many people think, so many people know about what's about to happen, but yet it won't happen to them. A lot of people know that there's going to be a transformation, but not all people know about the transformation will be transformed. No, it's not. A lot of people know there's going to be a rapture, but not everyone who knows there's a rapture will be raptured. It's like there's a lot of things that you you know. It's like there's a lot of like just because you know there's a rapture coming, it doesn't mean you're ready for the rapture. But but it's like you have to try. So what I'm just trying to say here is that that I, I don't want people to be comfortable. I want people to know what it really means and what it really takes to really become a true bride. I'm not saying this to discourage you, but I'm trying to tell you this to know, like, to to know how serious it is that to 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 not to not take it as a joke, because people think you know they're they're ready, they're bright, and they're not going home, and it really breaks my heart. A lot of people think everything's fine, they're this, they're that, and they're not. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because I'm not trying to discourage anyone. I'm telling you this because, you know, I want you to know the truth. And, and that's one thing I love about Jesus. That's what Jesus would do. When people were in sin, Jesus would not sugarcoat and, and tell them, well, you're fine. Everything's okay. You're fine. Jesus would tell the truth no matter what. And he would tell the truth just as it was. Because because he because he's not looking for people to, you know, he's not looking um, to, to please people. He's looking for people to get saved. So he tells them the truth so that they know that they're not saved. Because when you, cause, because that's what the Lord taught me. So he wants me to always, like, you know, say things, you know, as they are. So I'm going to just let you know how serious it is. I'm just going to talk about seriously about, you know, becoming a bride and becoming ready as a bride and the things you need to do. And one way you could know that you're, you're a spiritual bride, that you're, you know, that you're, that you're ready. Because some people are called to be brides, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're a bride as of yet because they're still not ready yet. Because their, their lamps are like maybe 70% full. So it's like to become a bride, you need to really be filled. To become a bride, you have to live very differently from the way the world lives. And to become a bride, you need to really love. You need to love God with your heart. It's like you need to reach a certain place in love. You need to be at that level. It's like to be. It's like. It's like believing in Jesus. You know, it's it's one thing. Because a lot of people believe. I know Jesus is there. But worshiping and pleasing Jesus is a whole different thing. Because a lot of a lot of people that are sinners now, they they know Jesus is real. Oh, they know God is real, but you know they're not ready to face. They know that, I mean, they know that God is real. They know like a hundred percent, because some of them have had supernatural experiences before, so they know that God is real. But it doesn't even, but it's like, but it doesn't mean they're saved, because they're living a sinful life. Because what really separates? You know, people from being those that are saved and not saved are those is worship. Those that worship God. When you worship God, you renew your salvation. It's like you're constantly renewing your salvation. So you're you're saved every day. But those that know God and you know don't worship God, meaning they're worshiping Satan or sinning, they're you know they're if they were once a bride, they could lose that title. So becoming a bride, there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just a simple, you have to really fight, you have to work for it so that the Lord would show you that, you know, you're a bride. Because as the Lord showed me, when you sin, you fall out of heaven. Because when I'm in heaven, I see myself in heaven, I see the place bright, lit up, glowing. If I sin or if I make a mistake, the Lord has shown me this before. I instantly fall out of heaven. I, I see like a darkness. Because when I look down, I see how dark the head, how dark the earth is. And if you sin, you just fall out of heaven. You just leave heaven. Because there's no place in heaven for darkness, no matter who you are. It's like that's why to really become a bride, the Bible said you have to be spotless. And a lot of people think that um, it's like, you know, a lot of people, like, think they're as ready, but, you know, it's like, there's still a lot of work to be done, because a lot of people see things very differently, because a lot of people think they're they're more ready than they, a lot of people think they're ready, but they're not, like, people see themselves as more ready than they actually are, because a lot of people think, you know, everything, you know, they're ready, but it doesn't necessarily mean that, like, if you're ready, please make sure that you ask God, and God shows you that you're ready, don't assume, don't ever, because when you're assuming you're ready, it's 
You're depending. You're leaning on your own understanding. Please don't lean on your understanding because your understanding will fail you. Because your understanding is... Because the Bible says we only know in part. Right now, there's so much that we should know. But, you know, we don't know. That's why we're supposed to keep seeking God. Because, you know, as the Lord, well, the Lord wants to reveal to us. You know, the Lord wants... wants that's what the Bible says, study to share ourselves approved. The Lord wants us to study. Because when you study, God will show you more of Him. So right now, there's so many things we don't know. But, in actual fact, the Lord is showing us because He wants us to know. The Lord does not want us to remain ignorant. Because the Bible says that because of knowledge, you know, people perish because of not, lack of knowledge. And does the Lord want anyone to perish? No, the Lord doesn't want anyone to perish. So, the Lord doesn't want you to be ignorant. So, it means the Lord wants you to actually know a lot of things. He wants you to have wisdom. He wants you to have knowledge. I mean, there's a lot of things that, I mean, that you don't know. And... Well, people think, well, I mean, I don't know this, so, well, it's fine. When you have that mentality that, well, well, I don't know this is fine, it's not really a good mentality because it makes you complacent. And, like, the Bible, both, the Bible does say that we only know in part, but I want you to know this, brothers and sisters. I want you to know that, you know, this is, when you read the Bible, because when you read Ephesians 3.17, from 17 to 19, it says, So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and how long and how high and deep is the love of Christ and to know the love that surpasses knowledge, and that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. If, if, um, Ephesians three seventeen to 19 So, I know as we're reading here, you know, it says, when you read verse 19, it says, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. So, what it is, is, you know, the Lord, you know, He wants us to know His love. The Lord wants us to know Him. You know, He wants us to have an interest in Him. But, you know, I, I, I do know the Bible, does, the Bible does say that we don't know a lot of things. That, you know, we know in parts. Well, that's because we're, we're corruptible. So right now, because we're corruptible, we're not complete yet. We're not perfect. But the Bible says this, that be perfect as your Father in Heaven is perfect. So perfect, in perfect meaning, perfect in everything. The Lord wants to be perfect in love, knowledge, holiness, everything. So how do you do this? You know, it's by learning in the Lord, by growing the Lord. But the Lord knows that we don't know everything yet. But what it is, is the Lord does not want you to be okay with it, okay? He doesn't want you to think that, well, because I don't know everything, well, it's fine, because no one knows everything. Yes, it's true. No one knows everything except, you know, God. You know, except except God. But what it is, is what does God's Word say? He wants us to know. So... Although you don't know anything in your heart, strive, try to know. Try to, you know, try to seek knowledge because the Bible says study to see yourself approved. When you, read, when, you, when, you, when you read the Word of God, you know, it talks about, you know, it teaches us that Jesus, you know, He wants us to, he wants us to know about Him. He wants us to know things. He wants us to, you know, to know about the Father's kingdom. He wants us to know, and He wants us to share with what we have. And it's like, the Lord, many people are very ignorant, and 
people think it's okay. The Bible says we know in part, but the Lord really, what He really wants is not to know us, is not for us to know in part. The Lord does not want us to know in part. The Lord wants us to know in perfection. The Lord wants our knowledge to be made perfect. So that's what God actually wants. What God wants is that He wants you to know everything that He wants you to know. That's what God wants. He wants you to be made perfect in knowledge. He also wants you to know about His love that surpasses all knowledge. The Lord wants you to know, you know, He wants you to know these things because, you know, when there's an abundance of knowledge, people will not perish. That's just the opposite of, for lack of knowledge, people perish. If there's an abundance of knowledge, people will be saved. Okay, so, because that's why, you know, Paul says to Ephesians, you know, and to know His love that surpasses knowledge. Because when you know the love of God that surpasses knowledge, when you know, okay, these things, it says that it will help you that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Because people don't know, they perish. But if people knew, if people had more knowledge and more understanding, you know, and more wisdom on things, you know, they would, they would be filled with the fullness of God. They would know things. They would do things they should do. Yes, if people knew the things that they were supposed to do, then, you know, it would save a lot of people. Because a lot of people, you know, they perish because they don't know what to do. They don't know what the right decision is. So they make mistakes. And when they make the mistakes, Satan usually gets them. They usually fall. That's why it's very important to... It's so important. It's extremely important, you, you know, to to have knowledge, to have the knowledge of God fill you up so that when you know, because the knowledge, is, it becomes like a light on, on your path. It lights up your path. It's like when you know things, you know, it helps you to know what to do, whether to turn left or to turn right. Because you know where you're going and you know how to get there. So, I want you to, all of you to know this. I want you to know that, um, I want you to know this, that, you know, you seek your, the Lord with all your heart and also to to be perfect as the Father is perfect. And, you know, try not to be satisfied with the way things are. Try not to be satisfied with, well, I mean, I don't know everything, so it's okay. Well, I mean, the Bible says we don't know everything. And because the Bible says we know in part. And I know that we don't know, uh, we all know we don't know everything. Only God does. But, know this, that God is not... God is not happy we don't know everything. God wants us to know a lot of things. He's He's not, because the Bible says that for lack of knowledge, people perish. And when people perish, you think the Lord gets happy? No, He gets unhappy. And the Bible says, study to show yourself approved. So, if, you, if you're not learning anything about God, you think the Lord is happy? No, He's not happy. Because His will is that you study to show yourself approved. And His, his will is that you know, you know the love that surpasses knowledge. You know so that is God's will for you, that you know. His will for you is not to know. His will for you is that you know. Because the Lord has so much mystery, and there's so much the Lord has. So why would the Lord not want you to know? So, because the Lord wants you to know, so that's going to, you know, reassure and encourage your salvation. Because that's why, you know, people listen to the Word of God, and people study the Word of God. is because when they do this, they, they begin to know the truth. And when they know the truth, they're set free. But when people don't know the truth, they're not set free, and they're unhappy, they're bothered, they're like, you know, messed up. Things are just really horrible for them. 
So it's God wants you to know the truth. Know this. God wants you to know the truth. I want all of you to know this, that God desires that you know. So please be hungry for the word of God because God does not want you to live ignorant because when you live ignorant, you easily perish. Because the reason why a lot of people suffer from demons and suffer from so many things is because of knowledge. Okay, that's one. It's not just because of knowledge, but knowledge plays like a huge role. A lot of people are suffering because they don't even know how to not suffer. They don't know how to change their circumstance. A lot of people are going through so much because they don't know how to change it. It's because they don't have the knowledge. So, knowledge, I tell you, it's very important. God created it, okay? And God desires that all of you seek and desire knowledge. Okay, God wants all of you to, you know, to, to, to seek knowledge. The Bible says, you know, you know, Paul encourages us to earnestly seek the gifts. You know, desire the gifts earnestly. And one of the gifts is the gift of knowledge. You know, it's, it's an important gift because when you know things, it really it saves lives sometimes. Because if you have knowledge, you'll always be saved when it comes to a life-threatening decision. You'll always make the right decision because when you make the right decision, you will be saved. You will see light. So, brothers, I encourage all of you to learn how to um, be learn how to be focused on the Word of God and, and, and learn how to be knowledge-filled. Learn how to, you know, to, to know the things of God. And you know by studying yourself to show yourself approved and also seeking God. Because the Holy Spirit, when you have Him in you and you live a holy life, He just, He talks, the Holy Spirit, people don't know it, but the Holy Spirit talks a lot. Like, He talks so much. And I love that He talks so much because we're like babies. We don't know anything. So, we need someone that can talk a lot to us so that we can change. And the, and the Lord will talk more to you the more He sees you like it. When the Lord sees that you like it when He talks to you or you get happy or you encourage the Lord to keep talking to you more, He talks to you even more. And I love that. I love when the Lord speaks. I just love to hear from the Lord. I, 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 don't you love to hear from God? I love when the Lord speaks a lot. He speaks and I love that. And there's a way to, to live a life where God will speak to you like 24-7. Like, you, you will enjoy. Sometimes it's because a lot of things the Lord will be teaching you will be about killing your flesh. Because the Lord wants you to kill your flesh so that He can even talk to you more. Because if the Lord doesn't let you kill your flesh, when your flesh overcomes you, then it means the Lord, even when He speaks, you won't be able to hear Him. Because sin will just separate your relationship. It's going to make it hard for you to hear God. So, like, a lot of things that the Lord tells me a lot is about living holy. Like, that's a lot of things He trained me on. Because when you live holy, then, you know, that way the Lord will keep talking to you. Because it's one of the most important things that the Lord cares about. Because for the Lord to talk to you and for you to even hear Him, you need a holy living. Because you can hear the Lord, because the Lord can, cause I've, I've heard of testimonies where the Lord spoke to people that were not even, 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 did not even, were not even saved yet. The Lord let them to do things. But... It's like, um, basically, it's like when you're saved and you open up your heart, it makes it easier because then the Lord will talk to you more because then He sees that you really love Him and you really want to please Him. And it's like an open door. It's like the Lord sees that you desire to talk more to Him. So one way of really hearing from the Lord is opening up your heart and telling the Lord to talk to you more because you love to hear from Him. Because the, lo the Lord loves to hear from us. We're so precious to Him and He wants to hear us speak. And he loves us, like he cherishes us because we're his marvelous creation. 
The Lord cherishes His creation so much. He cares about every single one of you so much. Like, that's how big His love is. His love for one of us is so great. Just, just a single one of us. And He has that, uh, that great same, uh, same, like, indescribable love for every single one of us. The love, the love of God, you can't describe. Literally, words cannot describe. And I want to encourage all of you to know, like, I, I'm talking more about things of the Spirit and, you know, like, the relationship with the Lord. Because I want, you guys, I want to encourage you guys to have a good relationship with the Lord. Because usually that determines whether you're bright or not. Because being a bride, it has its basis. It's, it's mainly determined from your relationship with the Lord. And people want to hear from the Lord. People want this from the Lord. You want this from the Lord. This is how you get what you want from the Lord. It's mainly about your relationship. When you have a very good relationship, you'd be surprised how things will turn out for the better. Things will turn out so good. You will see, you will know, you will realize how God will just be changing things. He's going to let things work so good for you. Learn to open up your heart to the Lord because the Lord is a God of free will. He's a, he's a Lord that will let you make your decision to choose. So, that's why, I mean, that's why children will just keep going to heaven because children, because children don't have enough knowledge or they don't, they haven't reached a point where they could judge and they could make a decision on their own. But you can. So the Lord will, will, will let you, you know, will, He's not going to be happy with every decision you make, but He's going to let you do what you want. Because He's giving you to yourself to choose how you want to live. So I encourage all of you to please give in to the Lord. Like, allow the Lord to take ov over your lives. And let Him change you. Like, the relationship. I mean, when, you, when your relationship with the Lord is so good, the life you enjoy with the Lord, it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's so great. The Lord will show you things that will really make you so happy. And 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 I want to t encourage you guys, please, like as I said earlier, being your bride is mainly based off of your relationship. Your relationship has to be, because the Bible says, you know, the bride is spotless. There is no sin on the bride. So it means you have to make sure that you're not sinning. The, the, the level that the Lord expects the bride to be on, it's pretty high. You know, it's, you know, people are going to go to heaven, you know, differently, you know, but for the bride, because Jesus is going to come to pick her up to heaven while alive, her standard is somewhat high. You know, in a tribulation, people people could, you know, they could make it, but they just, you know, they have to believe in Jesus and, you know, have their head, you know, beheaded for Jesus. Because, you know, in that time, people will seek death, but death will run away from them. But, you know, to become a bride, it's like, the level is, the standard, it's, it's, it's pretty like, it's high, okay, I'm going to tell you, the standard they have to be at, it's high. You can't be sinning. You can't be having an unclean heart and think that you're a bride. You can't be doing certain things, and you and you can't be doing things like that and think you're a bride. Because the standard that God has set for, for a bride, it's not, it's it's pretty high. It's, it's, it's special, because the bride is so special to Jesus. Because the bride is a wife of God, and the bride has such a pure heart. So it's like, if you're having an unclean heart, if you're not forgiving people, or if you're not, you know, if if you're hating on, if you're hating people, or if you're living a worldly life, don't think that you're a bride yet. Don't think you've reached that level yet, because because there's a level to to get the robe. There's things you have to do. There's a level you have to be at to actually call yourself a bride. There's levels because the Lord actually began to show me that I was a bride. Like after, I mean, the first time He showed me I was a bride, I I didn't even know so much about being a bride, but He sh but He just 
let me to just love him and to seek him. And I would seek him for days and days and weeks. And then eventually I would I start to see that I was a bride and he showed me this. And I could and, and I saw because I I would look in the mirror and in the mirror I would see my image and my image would change into the image of a bride, like someone ready for a wedding. And I would see myself in a wedding garment and I would I would I would see the hair, I would see everything. And over time he even showed me that there is even like even after you become the bride, there's like a higher. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like after I became the bride, the Lord was like doing something. It was like He was blessing me and in- increasing His spirit in me more and more. He was like taking me to a higher level in Him as His bride. And I would see this, and I would know this, and I would literally feel how it feels to be a bride. And and the Lord had let me let go of everything in the world. Watching, you know, I mean, the bride like always showed me like you have to spend. All your time in Jesus, you know, no watching TV, no wasting your time doing things you shouldn't do. All your attention, except what, what you have to work and, you know, or maybe watch something related to, something that you have to do. But not wasting your time watching. The bride is not supposed to be wasting your time watching unnecessary movies, um, listening to things you shouldn't be listening to. Because all these things will bring filth into the bride. The bride has to have a very pure, loving heart, like a giving, genuine heart. A heart that, you know, we all know that is pleasing to God. A heart that Jesus wants us to have. The heart, I tell you, the love that people have, that you, you, you want to have for God. It's very, very important. And when the heart, when the love comes, um, you know, that's when, you know, when the holiness and the love comes, that's when seeing things in the Spirit will change. Like, things will just become, like you begin to see things, a lot of things in the Spirit. Really, like, when, when, when there's a lot of love in you, the gifts of God are able to shine brighter. God is able to use you more because God gets so happy when you love Him, when you do things for God through love or through obedience. Wow, the Lord gets happy. He gets so happy. The Lord cares so much about His laws and He wants to take them serious. And to the Lord, He gets so happy when you obey Him. There was one time I was given a task. That, I mean, the Lord wanted me to do something. He wanted me to evangelize to these people at, at my school. And I was just speaking to them. I was evangelizing. I was talking from person to person, and there was a number of people, like, let's say, in the, in the building, in that area of that building, I was supposed to speak to every single person there. That's what the Lord wanted. The Lord was like, the Lord wanted me to speak to some people. And sometimes it's, you know, sometimes it's, there's, there, are time, there are times when it was a little hard for me. It was hard for me at times. It, it was hard. But the Lord would keep encouraging me and help me, and I would just, you know, forget about myself, close my eyes, I just run to the person and just evangelize them. But I mean, I mean, I'm not saying well when I go to them, I, I, I close my eyes. <laughs> no, I don't do that. I mean, like you know, sometimes it was like you know, sometimes when you have to do some things for the Lord, sometimes it's a little hard. But you know, I'll just forget about myself and just you know, close my eyes hard and just you know, open them back again and just you know, just run to the person that the Lord wants me to speak to. And I'll speak to every single person that the Lord wanted me to, and I obeyed the Lord in doing that. And then I went outside and then. The Lord showed me how happy He was, and it was one of the most amazing feelings I've ever had in my entire life. When Father God, I'm not, you know, there's Father God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. When Jesus gets happy, you know, it's like, it's like in a way, like I've experienced like the joy that comes from the Holy Spirit, the joy that comes from the Father, and the joy that comes from Jesus. Well, it's all the joy of the Lord. But if you know, if you have a relationship with God, and your relationship is deep, deep enough you'll begin to understand that Father God, 
the Father God and the Holy Son Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they're all one, but they're like different forms of God, but they're all God. They're like God's hands and His feet. They're like different parts of God, but they're all God. They're like God in different forms, but they're all the same God. It's the same God. And it's like, it's the same Jehovah. And it's like, that day was one of, one of the first times that I can remember where I experienced, well, it's probably maybe one of the first or the second. One of, one of, one of those days was, was, was the, the time I experienced, like, the joy of the Father. The joy of the Father, wow, it's like, it's like the greatest joy. It is so great. Like, words can't describe it when Father God is happy with you. Like, I also feel, I mean, there's times I felt it too when I, I felt the joy of, the joy that came to me from the Holy Spirit and the joy that came to me from Jesus. And I explain all these joys too. It's all the same joy. But, you know, Father God, you know, it's like they're all the same person, but there's a Holy Spirit, there's Father, and there's Jesus. And they're all three beings, but they're all one. And they're like, because it's like, I don't want people to. I'm not. I don't want people to think that Jesus, Father, God, and Son are different. They're all the same, but they have. They're. They do think they have different roles. It's all one God, but they have different roles. Jesus was the Son that is supposed to die, so that we will be saved. The Holy Spirit is the one that's supposed to come here and be with us and make us ready to go home in the rapture. And Father God is the one that is in control of everything. He's the one that sits on the throne and is always receiving praise and rules over all of heaven and earth. It's all God, but there's different like job functions. Like it's almost like it's all one body but there's a hand. The hand does this and the other hand does this. And and you know, the legs do this. That's a, it's like a it's like there the it's like a, a body of three parts, but it's all one body. So it's like the Lord is like so it's like different parts of the body like the different, they'll feel slightly different. You, you, they'll feel different so that you know whether it's the Father, Son, or the Holy Spirit. But it's the same feeling. So the Holy Spirit knows how to minister to me so that I know it's the Holy Spirit, and Jesus knows how to minister to me so that I know it's Jesus, and Father God knows how to minister to me so that I know that it's Father God. Like I'm trying to just explain that they're they're all one, but they're all they're like they're like different body parts, but they're all the same body. But they 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 work and. They have different jobs. They do different things. You know, Jesus died for us. The Holy Spirit, is, and Jesus went up to heaven, and the Holy Spirit came. But they're all one. And that day, I felt... I, 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 I hope I'm not confusing anyone, okay? Because I know it's, it's, it might be deep and a little bit maybe complicating for people. But because uh, people might... Because I know some people don't really believe Jesus is God, and God is the Holy Spirit, and God is Jesus. But the truth is, God is Jesus. Jesus is the Holy Spirit. God is the Holy Spirit. They're all one. All three of them are all one. Okay, so uh, for this, please pray because the Lord will confirm to and show you that God, the Holy Spirit, and, 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 and the Son, they're all one. Okay, so they're all one. And this day, the Lord sh let me experience His joy. And His joy, wow, it was overwhelming. It was when I saw His joy, when I felt His joy, it was like... I, I, I looked up into the sky and I saw him smiling. I saw Father God smile through the sky. And it was like golden light. It was like golden Shekinah beaming through the sky. I felt this like physically. I felt this. I like, I, like when Father God smiled at me, my whole body changed. Like when God smiles at you, it's like your whole body, it's like your spirit will just change. 
I mean, words can't describe how you feel. Like, if Father God just smiles at you, just just one smile from Father God, it's like your the feeling you get is overwhelming. Like, words can't describe how I felt. I felt, but Father God smiled at me on this day when I went outside, and I looked up into the sky and I saw him. I I saw him in the spirit. I knew that he was smiling at me, and I saw his golden light, this golden presence, just shoot all the way down, like it was like golden Shekinah, pierced through the skies, and penetrate into my body, and I, I, I saw, I felt so accomplished, because you know, the reason why God created us was to please Him, so when you're able to please God, or to make Him happy, it's like you feel like your reason for being created is accomplished, or fulfilled, you feel like your mission is accomplished, and you feel so happy, like words can't describe, like, till this day, like, I can't describe anything like that, like, when I felt the joy of Father, because Father God was happy because of me, I was like, really? Like, Father God is really happy because of something he let me do for him? I was like, oh, wow, this is so amazing. Like, I couldn't even, like, I couldn't even describe, like, I was, I was like, words fail to describe how I really felt when I experienced the joy of the Father coming into me because he was happy because of what I did for him. He was so happy, and I was so happy, like, I was overwhelmed, I was so satisfied, I was like, I was. I felt like I was complete, like, when Father God, like, gets happy at you, like, oh, when you know that God is happy, when you literally feel it, it's like a physical feeling, like, you feel your body, it's, it's like, I don't know, like, it's like God will put a spirit of satisfaction, God will let you know that you pleased Him, and when God lets you know you pleased Him, oh, wow, it's like your it's like how you feel you can't even describe it's like it's like an overwhelming spirit of satisfaction it's like you're oversatisfied you're oversatisfied nothing could ever make you dissatisfied because God is happy with you it's such an amazing feeling and the Lord the Lord let me experience this he was happy with me and he let me experience this and I was so thankful and I was so happy I was like Father God's happy with me I was so happy I was so thankful, and I want to encourage all of you to eagerly, in your hearts, desire. I want you to desire to make God happy, okay? Let God look down from heaven and say, oh, my daughter or my sister, I'm so, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, excuse me for saying my sister, my daughter or, or, or my son, you're done so well, I'm so proud of you. I mean, and, and, you know, like, forgive me for saying my sister, because God, God is our father, we're, we're not, we're not his sisters, I'm sorry, please forgive me for saying that, but I was really excited, so I, I, I slipped in my words, please forgive me for that, but let God look up, look down on earth from heaven and say, God, and look down on earth from heaven and say, wow, I'm so proud, look at my son, look at my daughter, look at what they're doing, I'm so proud and so happy because of them, you know, let, let God be praised, because of what he's doing through you. That's what the Bible says. Let people praise God for what they see God do in you or through you. Let God be pleased. Because I tell you, brothers and sisters, like, so many of you feel like you don't have a sense, like, so many of you, like, don't know where your purpose is or you don't, you feel really unaccomplished. If you want to feel accomplished, then please God. When you please God, you feel accomplished. Your sense of purpose is completed. Like, you feel like, words cannot describe. You are so happy because you know that you're pleasing God. And God gets so happy. And wow, God, because you know the Bible, you know, it's like, it's like, He rejoices over us. Like, when I think of that, I get so happy. Like, 
it's overwhelming to me. Like, it, it, it means so much to me to make God happy. When, when I realize that God is happy because of me, like, it means, like, everything to me just to make God happy. Like, it means everything to me. Like, and that's how God wants us to be. Like, when God gets happy, oh, wow. It's, like, the best feeling in the entire universe. <laughs> it's, like, words can't describe. And I want you to, to, to want that. And I want you to work for that. To make God happy, it's, it's like, because you know it's God, pleasing God is like, there's work you have to do. So it's, it's not necessarily the easiest thing. Sometimes you have to evangelize to like 10 people. That day I evangelized to like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know how many people, but I don't say there were like a lot, but then there were probably like maybe just, maybe over 10, maybe between 10 and 30 people I spoke to that morning before I went to bed. And then I, I did that. I spoke to everything. I forgot because this happened a while ago. Every person I spoke to, I mean, I spoke to everyone. I went to everyone. The Lord gave me bold, the Lord gave me courage, and He gave me boldness. I went to everyone. I spoke, and Father God was happy. So I want, I'm telling you this to let you know that when you make Father God happy, like you get a sense of a compliment, a accomplishment that nothing is on par with, that nothing can compare to. When you make God happy, it's the best feeling ever, and I want all of you to desire that. Desire to make God happy, okay? Because when you do that, you're going to be so happy. Like, you're going to be so happy, full of joy, screaming, jumping, dancing. Like, you you won't be able to contain it. Make God proud of you. All of you, make Jesus proud of you. You know, let heaven and earth praise God for what He has done through you. Let God do amazing things through you. And that's the next part I want to get to. God will do amazing things through us because that's its will. And it's his plan from the beginning. He has, to, he has a perfect plan to use us for amazing things. Like, God has a plan and a purpose to use us for things that are just... And you know, he's using us, and it's, it's such an honor to be used by God. When God uses you, be thankful. When God is using you to pray for the sick, that's why when you do anything for God, do it with joy and humility and, and thanksgiving to God. Because it is such an honor to be able to serve and please God in his kingdom. Because right now, people are in hell. They're screaming, they're crying, they're wishing that, you know, they had the chance that you have to please God. They're wishing that they could be saved. They're wishing that they could get the rewards that you're getting. So many of you have big, beautiful mansions and, and houses and so much in heaven. So many of you have that. But right now, people in hell, they don't, I mean, all they have is a dungeon, probably a dungeon filled up with like, I don't know, maybe hundreds of people, there's no space, um, you know, it's just suffering and pain, but all of you that are here right now have this chance to get rewards in heaven, and not to go to hell, and to be, to bring joy and glory to the Father, and I encourage you, all of you, to, to you know, grasp that opportunity, and don't take it for granted, because not everyone has that opportunity, not every. Not everyone, because right now, people in hell, they don't have that opportunity. The demons that fell from heaven, they don't have that opportunity anymore. But as humans, all of you do. Okay, all of you that truly trust in God and that were born from above and the image of God, you do have that image. You do have that, I mean, that calling and that opportunity to be saved. So please take advantage of it. Don't, um, don't, um, be careless. Don't waste your life around with, with friends and drink. Don't do these things, please. I want, I want you to live well. Live well for God because you mean so much to God. There's only one of you 
I mean, if God loses you, then that's it. There's no other person like you. He's lost you, and it's going to hurt him. But he's so great that he's able to overcome the pain that he feels, even when he loses us. He's able to just, like, overcome all that pain. But that pain is still very tremendous. It's so tremendous. There's times when I feel God's heart's sadness, and and it's like sometimes it's <laughs> sometimes it's, it's too much for me. Sometimes the Lord lets me feel the things He does, and sometimes or or how He feels, or sometimes you know He lets me feel how things are going to be. And to tell the truth, sometimes sometimes it's just it's too much for me to even handle. Well, most of the time it's too much. Sometimes it gives me to my level, so I could take it. But sometimes I can't even describe it. Because the Lord goes through so much for all of us. And He has so much for all of us. But we're encouraging you, please, stay with the Lord. Because the Lord has amazing things. Like, like the Lord has things for me. I mean, for those that are, you know, seeking God, you're going to be so, so happy. I tell you. I mean, you guys are going to be so happy. Seek God and He'll show you what He has for you. Because the Lord is going to have missions for you guys. The Lord is going to have things for all of you people. But the Lord has things, okay? Amazing things. Like like missions, like amazing things. You're going to go out, preach the word of God. You're going to evangelize. You're going to do so many amazing things with the supernatural power of God. There's going to be like the fullness of joy in you. Like remember how I said the river of God, you know, that flows, that's going to flow out of our bellies? It's going to be flowing out of all of you that truly believe and are ready. You know, and you know, it's like you're going to be so filled with life that life is going to be coming out of you. It's going to be pouring is going to be like emanating out of your being to other people so they could feel God's love and his presence. God will use you. God wants to use you. But he's a God of freedom. So I say again, please choose God, choose God, choose God. Because he's because the coming of the Lord it's ever closer. Because you know the the spiritual things that I said earlier manifest, they're becoming more physical. So it's a mark that, you know, Time's up. Things are getting closer and closer to happening. And suddenly, it's, everything's going to start shaking. Yes, I encourage all of you guys, give your lives to Jesus. Give your hearts to Jesus. And hold on to the promises that he has for all of you. Because, you know, there's there's so much, you know, that's happening and that's about to happen. One of my sisters, one of my sisters in Christ told me this once. She was telling me, um, the Lord is showing her that right now. Right now, we're in a, we're in a very special time. Because, you know, the, the end is so near. And, you know, things are about to happen. Great transformations are about to happen. Great and mighty things are about to happen. God's about to use His people so greatly. And this is what she said the Lord showed her. That the Lord is getting ready to pour out financial, economic blessings for His children. She was telling me the Lord's going to pour... Yeah, so... um Hold on to the word of God. Hold on to the promises of God. You know, for those that have, that God has given you words or God has told you things, know that no matter what happens, it's, it will come to pass. Because, you know, as you live, live in faith. Don't live on the now. Don't live based on how you see things or based on how you think things are. But live based on what God has told you. Because it doesn't matter what you go through or what happens to you. Just know that whatever God says, it will come to pass, no matter what. But also, don't live your life anyhow. Live your life in reverence to God. Live your life in a way that is pleasing to God. Try your best to do what God wants you to do. Put Him first above all. 
do all you can to please God and to bring glory to Him. Because there's so much that the Lord has. I tell you, so much that the Lord has. And He cares for us so much. Like, the Lord cares for us so much. Because there are times when I was younger, just me alone, just, just I'm talking about me, just single me. I would, I would be praying and, you know, the Lord, I would see Him send angels to protect me. I'm not talking about one, two, three, four angels. or I'm talking about, like, a lot of angels. And because that my spiritual eyes were open then, I could see the angels. Like, I would go to places, and these angels, they would not leave my side. They would never leave me. Like, they were always there. And, you know, just me, like, I'm just, just, a, young, just a young little boy. This was happening to me when I was around, like, 15 years old. Just young little this young little me, just this young 15-year-old boy, like, I would go out in the streets, and, and sometimes I was going to, you know, cut my hair or buy something, and I would see angels, like, angels surrounding me, like, they would form, I was like, you know, the angels, they, you know, like, it was a formation they had around me, it was like, I don't know, like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know how many angels they were, because I don't remember, but there were a lot of them, like, Angels were covering my front, my back, my left, my right. They were covering northeast, northwest. Um, they were covering, ev- they were covering everywhere, southeast, southwest. There were angels covering every part of me. They were just surrounding me, and they wouldn't let. It was like they, n- they didn't even they didn't let my body or my spirit be exposed. They were just surrounding me completely, and and just I was, it was just one me, just one boy, just one fifteen year old boy, and I had like I don't know like over five angel, like five angel spirits just protecting, I don't know how many they were, because I don't really remember, but I know I saw them, and they were like goldeny, like golden brown, and they looked like Roman soldiers, I remember their face, I remember their body, I remember their chest, because I saw them so clear, because they were really close to me, they were like, they were like standing like so close to me, they were like at my shoulder, they were like, yeah, it was almost like we were bumping shoulders. I saw them so clear, and there was a lot of them, and they had surrounded me, and they would, they would go everywhere I went, and they would follow me, and they, they, would, they would be there, and even sometimes when I pray, just when I'm praying, like, because, you know, I usually like to pray in the basement, because the basement is really cold, and I pray loud, so I like, sometimes I like to pray in the basement, and there, sometimes when I go down to pray, this time I saw different angels, I saw, like, Angels that were like white, and they were so nice. I like, I really love the angels of God so much. Like, they're so nice. They have such nice personalities, and they're so loving. Just full of, they're just beautiful, smiling people that are just so loving, kind, and gentle. And I just love to see them. I get really happy, and the Lord shows me them, because I was um, just going um, to. I was I was just going down to pray, and the angels because. You know, they know they know my spots of praying. Like they know where I pray. They know I pray in the basement. So even before I went there to pray, I, I went down the stairs, downstairs, and I saw the angels. They were there. They're in the basement, and they were happy and they were waving at me. One of them was waving at me. I remember so clearly, and they were so happy. And it was like the angels, like they get happy when we serve God because they want us to serve God too. I mean, I'm not saying serve God because the angels want you to serve God. No, no, no. Do everything you do because God wants you to. When you serve God, serve God because you love Him. Because that's the way you get the most of it. I know people serve God because they want to go to heaven. But that should be like maybe your secondary or your third. Your primary goal or objective or or reason why you serve God should not be because of really like maybe... um, 
the reward or or anything. It should be because the, your your, pri- your primary goal, you serve God, should be because you love Him. Because what's the commandment that God gave us? God said, love your Lord, your God, with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your spirit, with everything, okay? Love your Lord, your God. More than anything, love Him. So when you obey the, com- the, the God's commandments and you do everything God tells you to, the way you want it to be done, you will be blessed and will be rewarded the best way. Because when you do everything out of love, oh wow, the reward, it's so great. And God wants you to do all you do out of love. Because the rewards you get when you seek God and you do the things you do because you love God, oh wow. I tell you, brothers and sisters, it is tremendous. Like, one day the Lord, it's like when you have the love of God in you and you're, it's like the Lord is like, He's everything. The Lord, Jesus is everything. Like, I would be praying, I'd be seeking God, and I'd be so weak, I'd be so tired, I literally couldn't stand. Because sometimes I, especially when I'm praying while fasting, like sometimes I get really weak, but I still have to pray. And then while in doing this, I would be so weak, and I'd say, Jesus, please help me. I'd like, and then all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit would, would just, he would, he would tell me what to say, because the Holy Spirit usually tells me what to say, because we don't know what to say. But, you know, as the Bible says, that, you know, when you're put in front of the officials, don't worry what to say, because God will give you what to say. And God gives me what to say a lot. Like, a lot of times when I'm with the Lord, the Lord reminds me of things and He tells me what to say. And I give Him all the glory and all the things because these words are not my own. They're all from God and I give Him all the glory. And I thank Him for everything because God is so wonderful and marvelous and I love Him so much. And it's like the Lord would put, I was like, the Lord would put the word in my heart to say, the Lord is my strength. And I would just say, the Lord is my strength. And I said that, the Lord is my strength. And instantly, it was almost like I had like, like like energy drinks. I was like a supernatural strength just came into my body. It was amazing. It was like I feel so weak and so limp and so like very weak and like I can't walk or move. And then I'm like and and then I just say I'm sorry I'm sorry for like I'm sorry for um for the term I use. And then I'm I'm like um Lord please please Jesus Jesus I beg you. I'm like um, the Lord is my strength. And then when I just say that instantly, supernaturally, like a burst of energy just just comes into my body. It's almost like I just drank an energy drink or drank like, I don't know, like three energy drinks or something. It's like I just have so much energy after feeling so weak. And all I just needed to do to get energy back was just to ask and say, Lord, the Lord is my strength. All I just had to say, the Lord is my strength. I just had to ask for energy and ask for strength. And then I just had strength. And, you know, like, in my life, the Lord has shown me how real He is. Like, there's nothing more realer than Jesus. Jesus, He is so real. If anyone ever tells you God is not real, He's a liar. It's because He doesn't know. But God is so real. God is so real. God is realer than anything that you could ever imagine. And I, I, I encourage you to please, please learn to trust the Lord. And learn to please and learn to see God after, you know, His heart. Learn to go after God's heart. Don't seek God the way you want to seek Him. Seek Him the way He tells us to seek Him. Because He's the one that judges. If you seek God the way you want, because you're not the judge, you probably won't make it. Because there's a way He wants things done. And if you don't do it the way He wants it done, then you haven't done it. You're not going to make it to heaven. So, I'm telling you these things to just encourage you to know how much God loves us. And there's times He gives me crowns, like different crowns. Like there's times I see things on my head like, I see, like, crowns of white light, like, 
they look like light and they don't even look like metal. Like those crowns, there are things that I've seen on my head that don't even look like metal. They look like, like head pieces. Some of them look so different and so unexpected. Like some, some of the things in heaven, they're so beautiful. Like the clothes in heaven, the garments in heaven, they're like head pieces in heaven. The Lord has given me some of them that are very, very surprising. I was like, whoa, I'm so like, wow, Lord, I, I didn't expect this. I didn't expect to see this. I didn't expect you to give me this, Lord. Thank you. And I receive it because I know that the Lord, there's a reason why the Lord's giving me that. It's like things that I don't even expect. Like the Lord has, there's things in heaven that I, I, I really don't have words for them because I don't even know if we have them on earth yet. I don't even think we do. But the things in heaven that are like way, 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 way advanced, like way more than like anything we have on earth. So, brothers and sisters, desire heaven, okay? Please don't desire earth. There's nothing on earth. Earth is just full of filth and stinkiness and sin. And everyone has to leave this place because very soon this place is going to be destroyed because, you know, heaven and earth will pass away. So this earth will not be here forever. It's going to be here for just a while. So please make sure that you don't you don't put your heart into this world. And please wait for our Lord, okay? Just keep waiting for Him. It doesn't matter how long He takes, but we know that He's soon. Because the signs are in the air. The signs are everywhere. If you're seeking God, you'll know the signs are everywhere. Because as I'm talking to you right now in the Lord's Tower, I, I'm seeing a lot of, like, where I am right now. I'm, I'm, where I am right now, I'm seeing a lot of lights. Like, lights are just blinking and twinkling. I just saw them right now. I've seen white lights. They're like, they're like stars. Or they're like bursts of light. Or they're like colors, like living colors that manifest out of out of thin air, you see the light just manifesting with your own eyes. Like sometimes it's sometimes the like when I saw this, like when I saw this for the second time, I I almost couldn't believe my eyes. I was astounded. I was like, oh wow, this is so amazing. It's like I was like, God, so you're so powerful, you can just appear out of thin air. I was like, wow, God, you're so amazing because that's what He was doing. The Holy Spirit was manifesting His presence, His light to me out of thin air like the supernatural was just manifesting physically right before my eyes and right for me to touch like he was touching me physically and i and so many times i opened my eyes and i asked people are you are you did you did something hit me or did you touch me and they tell me no i did they tell me not, they tell me i didn't hit anything or or i know they didn't touch me because when i open my eyes i know i see them standing far away from me but it's not them that touches me it's god that touches me and he touches me like a physical person, I feel like like something tangible, something I could hold with my physical hands is touching me. And I feel that so strong. And with the things I see, I literally feel like I could go and grab them because it's so clear. There's no, It looks exactly the same as a physical object. But usually, by the time I get there to grab it, it's disappeared. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes the Lord, like, let's be, like, is like, the Lord, He lets He lets me see it, and He lets me see it quick. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I, I I don't know, but very soon people are gonna see it too. But I'm telling you, like it's increasing. I see these things, like, and they they've never stopped. It doesn't matter where I am. I could I, I move from state to state, and I still see the same thing. The same. It doesn't matter where you are, because with God, it doesn't matter really where you are, because God is everywhere. But you know, of course, you have to be where God wants you to be. But it doesn't matter. If God tells you to move anywhere, He's there. And His presence is still there. And I've seen myself moving from, like, 
like I've seen myself moving from place to place. I've literally seen myself moving, moving like over late, uh, like moving over like 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 about like over like three states in America, and I've seen the same thing, just the same the same presence, the same like anointing, the same light of God. Like I mean, excuse me. Like let me correct myself. Over four, over four states in America. I see myself moving in over like four states in America, and I have seen. I I have literally like seen the physical presence of God in like all those states because God is everywhere. So it's like wherever I am, He's there because He's everywhere. Because when you accept Jesus Christ, you become a carrier of the anointing of the supernatural power of God, and when, and what and wherever you go, the supernatural things will happen. But it has a lot to do with your life for these supernatural things to occur. But basically, I, I've been seeing these, as I've been talking right now, I've been seeing a lot of them. Like, I've, I've been seeing, like, purple ones. I've been seeing, like, pure white ones. I know the presence of God, it manifests. Like, when, when I usually pray and do what God wants, or usually, like, pray, sometimes even when I'm just not even really praying, I still see it. Because the Lord is showing me that He's there. He's there with me. He shows me these things to encourage me, to let me know He's there. And it's so encouraging, like, and I get so happy. And He shows it to me in different colors. Like, I get very excited when I see the green ones. And I see, them, like, there's so many colors of them. It's like, it's like, it's like spirits that will physically manifest. Like, lights, are, they're like color, light, spirits, orbs, spirit, little, or some of them are like stars. And they appear right before your eyes. And it's, so amazing, like how God, like can choose to manifest physically, and He appears man, like he, the Lord manifests like physically, like in front of me, like in in this form, like He, the Holy Spirit lets His presence manifest, in, like right before me physically, like almost every single day, like literally. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not lying. You can ask the Holy Spirit this, like almost every day. Like lately, I've been seeing it so much now. Like it's amazing what the Lord does, and people around me see it too. Like. Like people that I get around, they see they see these things too, and it's like they see the same thing that I see, and it's amazing how the Lord is like does things. Sometimes people see it, and then they get so shocked they begin to scream after they see how the Holy Spirit manifests physically. Like sometimes they would see, like sometimes the Holy Spirit like might begin to let my body light up. Like one time he let my forehead light up in front of, in front of. <laughs> In front of one of my one of my sisters in Christ, and and when my body was beginning to light up, my forehead was lighting up. She started screaming because she hadn't seen anything like that before. She saw my forehead was beginning to glow, and she was like, she was screaming, <laughs> she was screaming so loud. And I'm I'm just sharing these things with you to encourage you in the Lord to let you know that God is real, and I want you guys to experience these things. I want you guys to know how real God's presence is. I want you guys to know. I'm not just telling you this because I just want to tell. I just want to. I want to tell you this because I want to share. I'm sharing these testimonies of what the Lord has done, and now He's revealed his, Himself to me physically, so that you can also, so that you're encouraged, so that you know. Because God, I tell you, God is so real. He is so real, and I tell you, like His presence is manifesting. And in this last day, so much is about to happen. God is going to use his saints and those that have sought him with their heart and with diligence. He's going to use them so much. So much is waiting for God's true children. So much is waiting. So much is waiting. And I encourage all of you to prepare. Keep preparing. Keep preparing because no one knows the day or the hour, 
but something great is about to happen, and it's called Great and Final Revival. Yes, I want all of you to be ready. I want all of you to be super excited because there's a supernatural move of God that is about to happen. Okay, it is so great. Whenever I think of revival, like sometimes I, I'm like so happy. I'm like, praise you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus, for your wonderful revival. It is amazing. Like, like when I sometimes remember, think of what the Lord's told me about His revival. I'm like, I'm overflowing with joy. I could like scream. I could jump. I get so happy because like because what God because what God wants to do and is about to do. It's, it's like it's so much. I'm so I, I, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. I'm really thankful when I think of the revival. I'm so thankful because God is going to do so much in this revival. God is going to save so many people that are lost. So many people that do not know Him. So many people are going to come back. And for those that are seeking God, oh wow, God is something so amazing. Like you guys are going to see things. Those that are seeking God. If you haven't seen anything, just just keep trusting God because the best is yet to come. Like the amazing wonders of God, we're about to see them now. We saw how God was splitting the ocean, the Red Sea. Oh wow, much more amazing things are about to happen. Like the supernatural power of God is going to be more than amazing. It's going to be like indescribable. It's going to be so amazing, and I want you guys to be there because the Lord. Because please live holy and just wait, okay? Because you know, because for so many people that are living in sin. When the judgment happens, like when the earthquake and the tsunami happens, some people will die and go to hell. And if you're, you know, if you're living in sin, you're going to hell. So please live a holy life so that you could at least, because the revival is going to become so, like it's going to be like the best of the revival is going to like be happening. Like, like the revival is going to like increase as time goes on. So towards the ending, before the rapture, the revival is going to be, that's when it's going to be like the greatest. Like when, you know, when we're getting closer to the rapture, that's when the revival is getting the greatest. And after the tsunami and, you know, the earthquake, it's going to be like, wow, like, it's going to be amazing. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be like, I can't describe it because, I mean, from the little that the Lord showed me, which I'll talk about, it was, it was like, wow. And in a revival, I was so happy because in a revival, I was flying in the air. I was so excited because Jesus gave me flying powers. I could fly. I was so happy. It's like, I know some people might not believe this, but... Ask God. God will tell you. He'll show you. People are going to start flying. For so many of you that don't know, people will start flying, okay? And so much more that God's going to do. I'm going to talk about more of them later. But it's going to be amazing because God, you know, God is doing this because He wants to save. Like, God, what God's priority is to save. And He loves, because He wants us to go to heaven because He made heaven for us. He made us in His image. We're like His bride. We're His children. And He loves us and He's going to fight for us. And sometimes when people are stubborn... There's, there's one, you know, there's, there's, like, there's a way of getting them. And, you know, the Bible says that the Lord corrects and chastises those that He loves. And because He loves us, He's going to chastise us with the coming judgment. So those that haven't reached a good place of love, they're going to be shaken. So that's why it's best to love now. Because if you love now, it's like you'll be ready. Because, you know, I, as I said, it takes time to get ready. You don't get ready overnight. You don't. It takes time. So for God to actually break you so that you learn to really give up everything to God. It takes all these experiences that I'm sharing with you. Some of them I told you they happened last year. If you it takes time because you need to grow to a certain level before because I remember when I was young I wanted to 
I told the Lord, Lord, open, I want to see things. I want to see things. But I would pray. I would ask God. And it took time. But I eventually got it. It took maybe months or years. I don't remember how long it took. But I saw. I wanted to go to heaven. But the thing about with heaven, there is one really like, like there is one way that you could go to heaven that if, if you if you want God to show you heaven, okay? For me, there's there's one way that the Lord has shown me that can help you go to heaven or see heaven very quickly, okay? Like it's that's okay. It's 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 mainly having to do with His will. But if you usually have the spirit of open sight, if you have the spirit of open sight, open spiritual sight. For those that have the gift of spiritual open sight, going to heaven or seeing heaven, for me, for people that, let's say, have the similar gift that I have, like, um, let's say, the similar gift that I have, or just spiritual open sight, seeing heaven, won't, there's one way the Lord's shown me, so that, like, so, 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 so I, if I want to see heaven, it's not so hard to see heaven, because He's shown me that it's like, this one thing He's shown me about heaven is that. When you live holy, when you live a holy life, when you repent, when you trust God with all of your life, and you know you, you seek Him and, and please Him, what happens is that your spirit is in His hand. Your spirit is in heaven. So now, when you ask for the gift of spiritual open sight, and let's say the Lord grants you the gift, I mean pray. I mean pr you can pray, pray for that gift too. But you know, trust in the Lord, and because I heard that some people might not always receive certain gifts because sometimes the Lord might have another gift for them, or or for some gifts, you have to pay a price, or you have to be ready. Because sometimes people want certain gifts, but sometimes you have to pay certain prices for certain things. For some gifts, you have to pray and fast a lot before the Lord you actually receive them. You have to fast for some things. Some things you want from God, you have to work for them. And God does God does this because He wants our spirits to get close to Him and our spirits to be exercised and to show that we really want this.